Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Thursday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, Rock 550-5500, right here in the Kiva, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, if you want to go ahead and uh, download the apps directly at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com, got a lot to get to here, obviously, this afternoon here in the Kiva, the world Seemingly has changed, but I believe that it has not. It's been just more of the same, just more politic. And I think, you know, the the market has resolved itself to thinking that this is not as bad as that. And I think, you know, what's happened is this, you know, we have gotten so used to being so incredibly hyperbolic about everything that we overreact. We think that, you know, everything is going to be worse than what we anticipated and Oh my gosh, let me yank my money out of the stock market. Let me, you know, create this crazy world that I think is going to happen. And I'll tell you, Joe Biden is, yeah, obviously the worst president in the history of this country uh, because uh, he's so weak. You don't even have to create a war for it to happen. You literally just have to pretend like you're going to invade. And let me just tell you what's happened with Russia so that you understand from and, and uh, fullspectrumdomination.com, visit the website so that you understand like what's happening behind the lines. Remember all the conspiracy theorists and all the people who are looking at all this stuff and they're saying, you know, to themselves, well, you know, it, it, this is what's going to, you know, I mean, last night I'm listening to Coast to Coast AM and I'm like, we're listening to the Nephilim. I'm like, oh yeah, there's four people who are controlling everything on the earth, you idiot. There's a giant in Colorado. There's another one in Japan and somewhere in the Middle East. And there are these giant guys who are making this stuff happen. I'm like, stop. Just stop it already. Stop the, stop the insane. Stop it. Just, you don't need to like jump to the next thing. Putin did, and he's, uh, Putin's not insane. And I'm not taking his side, but he's do like, why does a dog, well, anyway, we don't, we know the whole thing, right? Why does a dog, you know, yeah, 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 because he can't. Why did Putin do what he did? Because he could. All he did was take the narrative from the Americans the day before and the rest of the allies and say, okay, they said we attacked. Uh, I was So we attacked. Yeah, we, we went and we, we, we created the attack. And then you saw the stock market. You saw the futures. You saw everything just caving in. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is fun. It's like uh, pig in the mud. Pig in the mud, pig in the mud. A lot of fun because everyone's overreacting. I'm like, well, you know, while uh, while Biden's uh, war and he delayed his whole entire press conference by an hour and 15 minutes, we sat here and we waited for it and we waited for it. I mean, I almost feel like it's a charade, like something is just things are not as bad as that. They just aren't. Okay, so no need to overreact. The world isn't coming to an end. This is an Armageddon. This isn't the, uh, I don't know, World War III. It's not happening. What is happening is you are losing control of your country. That doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. It just means that it's the end of America in a lot of ways. Okay, We might not get to 250. We may not be the hegemonic power that we thought that we were. We might not have all the power. You know, you finally realize that, whoa, we've given it all away because 
We adopted the Energy Transition Act. We adopted all these crazy policies that, you know, we went uh, woke and we went broke. We decided to go ahead and adopt Black Lives Matter. And it's like, uh, Putin's like, yeah, we're going to take over the world. Just all by creating a small little war. It's not even a war. The declaration itself, as I'm watching uh, Laura Ingram last night, and they, they all try to overreact. Even Fox News overreact. The, the overreaction is just constant. You know? And I look at it and I say, okay, it's interesting. Uh, let's all criticize President Biden. You know who you elected. You like you elected an idiot, you 80 million Democrats. Supposedly that didn't happen. But, oh, let's just pretend for a second that 80 million Democrats did elect a idiot for president. And we don't want to challenge the narrative. And this is what you get. This is what you get in return. So what are we looking at here? We're looking at a man who is going to make the Americans look silly. And China is going to invade Taiwan and take that over. And you're not going to do anything about it. Uh, Woody, I sleep with your girlfriend. Uh, and we, oh yeah, Woody, I sleep with your girlfriend. And uh, there's nothing you can do about it, Woody. That's essentially what's happening. You're at the bar. And the bartender or some other uh, cool speaking man is going to sleep with your girlfriend. Like, look, Putin's 68, going to be uh, 69 or 69, 70, whatever he is. Obviously far more able, far more capable. And all you Trumpsters, you idiots out there, oh, this wouldn't have happened if Trump was still president. I don't even want to hear about it. Trump couldn't defeat Burks and Fauci. You're going <laughs> to come to me and tell me that I have to listen to President Trump last night? Oh, you know, uh, no. What did uh, Trump do to defend this country against, uh, you know, two lightweights like Burks and, Burks and Fauci? Nothing, in my opinion. Okay. So the world has shifted. Trump isn't coming back. CPAC will come out. DeSantis will come out. Rubio will come out. All these various other people will come out. And it's not going to be Trump leading the way. Trust me, at uh, 75 years old with his cane. I don't care how much you love Trump. Oh, oh and you trucker convoy guys. But that's already, that, that ship has sailed. We're on a different subject now. The, the the cycles are changing, okay? You think, oh, no mask. No one cares about masking anymore. People are walking around all sorts of, you know, grocery stores and restaurants. Like, Ugh. yeah, way to, way to come in, sweep up like you got the credit. Like people asking me to cover the uh, the trucker convoys. Like, oh, really? Where? You mean the, the ones that Canadians have been doing for the last month, month and a half, got their bank accounts raided? Yeah, I don't care. Let's take a deep breath. A collective deep breath, and let's look at this from the standpoint of what it is. Putin's doing what he is doing because he can. It's going to go on for the next five to ten days. Gas prices, you're going to start to realize the elasticity. You know, you're not paying what they're paying in San Francisco, four fifty nine a gallon, or Los Angeles, four thirty nine a gallon. But you, you will be, and then you're going to say, "Oh, this is too much. We need to be cool." And then Putin's looking at this like, "Oh, the Americans are stupid. Look at them." I can do this during an election year. Yeah. Who, uh, Biden's going to have to go ahead and give way to the progressives because, you know, progressives are coming out. And they're going to make sure they're going to move further towards the left. And they're going to push their Energy Transition Act and the progressive agenda and their, their woke politics. And that's not going to stop. Okay, This is as bad as it's going to get. In fact, I'm surprised that even uh, Putin didn't go as like because all Putin did this is all that Vladimir Putin did. Smart man. He took out the aerial communications. 
We just made sure that there's nothing that could coordinate over Ukrainian or Russian airspace that would say where targets are, where they could pinpoint things. So all he did was take out where those locations were. And then he went after people personally, people who have defied the Russians. I'm watching the UN last night. I'm saying, okay, well, here's the guy who's speaking like a brave man beating his chest towards the Russians. Uh, the Russian Federation is looking at him like, you're crazy, bro. What, what are you talking to us like this for right now? You've got no power. The Germans aren't going to back you. The, the United States has no power. And at this point, you know, we've resolved ourselves to doing whatever we want to do. We can create this narrative that we're defending ourselves. And you can say that we initiated the attack and the market's going to react rationally. Let's just look at the Dow Jones Industrial Average because that's what everybody, you know what all everyone really cares about? Probably just cares about the market. Everybody just cares about money. Putin cares about money. He's a trillionaire, but he's only worth $70 billion. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up today. Oh, what? I thought that we were pulling all of our money out of the market, Henry. <laughs> I thought we were yanking all... No, didn't go that way. Because they realized that Putin's probably done as much damage as he's going to do. He just lets you know that, hey, you know what? This is what a bee sting feels like. Hear that? Feel that? See that? That's as bad as it's going to get. But if you want to push, and I'll say the, the worst things possible, this is as bad as it's going to get. You know what's really happened? Is we've all realized that we all need each other. Country to country, power to power, 184 countries around the world. We all actually need each other. We can't just annihilate each other. Well, we're going to wipe out 300 million Americans. We're going to wipe out, you know, Mexico or... Ukraine or whatever. No, none of that's going to happen because nobody would stand for that. So where does it go from here? Well, all the world's a stage. We'll continue to pay attention to it. I, I'm very proud of yesterday's show. We stayed on the uh, front side of everything. We were very positive. We were very happy. And I'm like, uh, well, you know what? I think that bears repeating. We'll continue to focus on things going forward. You, you do need a good governor, folks. I'm Michelle Lujan Grisham, not your governor. I got to tell you that right now. You, you're going to need a quote-unquote wartime governor. You're going to need a wartime legislature. You're going to need a, people who are going to start looking at things like, well, gas is 450. Maybe we don't want to go ahead and go with the ETA after all. After all, we had the number one and number six counties in terms of oil production going. We decided to give that up because we wanted to get on board with Biden's Energy Transition Act or the Progressive's Energy Transition. No, no, we don't want to do that anymore. Because as Hannity or, I don't know, Bill O'Reilly, you know, all these guys, they pretend to have the answer. It's annoying. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. Like, I'm getting annoyed listening to conservatives right now. Well, all we have to do is, you know, remove this and we'll and do this and we'll put Russia. No, 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 we've, we've, we've lost that power. We've already given it away. We've handed the keys over to the kingdom to, you know, the Chinese and the Ukraine and, uh, you know, the Russians at this point. We don't have hegemonic power anymore. So what are we going to do going forward? We're not going to react, for one. Two, you're going to get your own houses in order. Three, you're going to think of, well, you know what? Country first ahead of party, Democrats and Republicans, because both parties have it wrong. Both of them. Oh, it's the other party. If, if you're going to play politics during this time, 
in which we're into international conflict. Aren't you kind of no longer an American? Aren't you a Republican or a Democrat first? I think so. I think that's a fair assessment. That's a fair way to look at all this stuff. So what I want to do, and I don't even know if you guys are up for it. I hope that you are. I'm not smarter than you. I did not think that this it would come to this, but our president is this stupid because he allowed it to happen. Yes, it's true. It's very likely under Trump this wouldn't have happened, but that doesn't make Trump better than any better than Biden at this point. He was not able to defeat Burks and Fauci. I want to get your reaction. Where does the world go from here? Your guess is as good as mine. Dowd's guess is as good as mine. Okay. Which way does it go forward? What happens next? What do you do, you know, with your own personal house? What do you do, you know, locally, you know, statewide, federally? What what happens? What 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 this is your time to be the great prognosticator. Okay. You get to make a couple of predictions where you see things going, how you see things advancing, what whether you see, you know, the, the fall of America or we rise again or Republicans are going to take the House and the Senate. And we're going to have a Republican president and we're going to go ahead and live for the next 250. I don't care. Whatever. I really don't care. I, I think any guess at this point is 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 as good as the next because it doesn't even matter anymore. Okay. I just know everyone's priorities have become a little bit more clear anytime after 80 years. Very interesting. The cycle, right? We talk about the 80 year cycle. 2020 back to 1940, 1940 back to 1860, 1860 back to 1780, like seminal moments in time. We can, we can balance all that out. But, you know, for those of you who think that politics doesn't matter, <laughs> look at Joe Biden, look at your governor, look at your legislators. Do you want weak leadership? I mean, one way or the other, do you want weak leadership? You, you don't. You want someone who is absolutely committed to making a decision, following through, and letting you know where you're going with all that. We don't have that in Biden. I mean, the guy couldn't even get the timing on his delivery of his speech right. Yeah, it was that bad. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Haven't even brought in uh, D. Dowd Musk of the Dowd 3000 <laughs> in this afternoon. Uh, Dowd, how are you? Uh, I'm well, Eddie. And I, I, It's funny how different you and I are, but how often we kind of reach the same general philosophical approach to issues. I mean, you, you probably, personality-wise, you probably couldn't find two more different people, but I, I really appreciate your immediate counsel of caution, lucidity, non-drama, queenery. Um, you know, my, my personal credo is what the great French diplomat Talleyrand said one time, above all, gentlemen, no zeal. Uh, <laughs> people, whenever something like right. this happens, people run around like, crazy people, uh, right. they react economically, or they make pronouncements uh, that they have no real background, no no education, no training, no experience. Right. Uh, the, the punditocracy is really pretty yes. repellent in our country on a I good agree. day. I'm with you. Uh, on a bad day like today, it's, it's even worse. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I will I will disagree with Eddie on one thing. I dare say my guess about the future would be better than some people. It wouldn't be equal to everyone because most Americans can't find Ukraine on a map and I can, so that gives me a, a, a slight advantage. Uh, it actually borders my ancestral homeland Slovakia. of Slovakia. Uh, one 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 quarter Slovak. Uh, I'm a uh, one quarter Slovak American. John Voigt, Angelina Jolie, Jim Caviezel, 
uh, Sally Draper, uh, Karen Shipka, Dave Grohl, the rocker Dave Grohl, and none wow. other than Mr. Tom Selleck have Slovak blood, uh, while they're all, of course, Americans. Uh, and the beautiful actress Alexandria Daddario, uh, who Eddie and I remember oh, from yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 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 True Detective, I believe, first season, mm. episode mm -hmm. five, I think. Anyway, we don't need to get into, into all that. Um, yeah, the instant analysis, everyone's an instant expert on this, uh, Eddie. I don't speak Russian. I'm not an expert on the psychology of Vladimir Putin. Uh, you, the day after the Alec Baldwin shooting, uh, you did the same thing. Everybody in New Mexico was going crazy over an event. We had very little knowledge of the specifics of. Even months later, we still there's still all sorts of contrasting stories. It's in civil courts, maybe goes to a criminal case. There's so much we still don't know. Now, that doesn't mean we can't, you know, express our thoughts. I've been watching Sky News uh, out of the UK, Eddie. Great and, stuff. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, simply because American news networks, I'm sorry, they're just yeah. so bad emotional. on so it's many levels. and political. It just crap. And, you know, the thing about Sky is whether you like them or don't, I'll have to talk to my sister about her thoughts because she has lived there for almost 30 years. Um they have a lot of on-the-ground reporters, so they're actually reporting real things. Uh, it's not speculation by some retired general sitting next to a Fox News blonde. There are people on the ground reporting up to the minute. And frankly, Eddie, I've been, you know, I'm, I, I always say, like my black shirt today, I, I have nothing but a black heart. But when you have a great a great grandfather saying, "My grandson, this is where the windows were smashed in our building. Uh, the, the shrapnel hit my grandson and severed his hand. My, my great grandson." There are parents trying to get their kids out of the cities, the big cities, trying to get on a train, and the kids have the, the thousand-yard stare like, what the hell is happening to my life? My parents are supposed to be the source of my security, and they're frightened, and they're trying to get us out of the city. I mean, this is tough, tough stuff, but it's also the result of an enormously complex uh, series of factors going back centuries between Russia and the Ukraine. It involves nationalism and religion and economics. Uh, it involves... It's kind of ironic, Eddie. Tomorrow is the 31st anniversary of the Warsaw Pact, Pact disbanding. Oh, wow. um, the Soviet NATO understood that the Cold War was over. Uh, the NATO NATO, I guess, never really understood that. They stayed in business. We had terrible decisions by George W. Bush, by Bill Clinton, expanding NATO, mm -hmm. poking the bear, just poking the bear. Right. And I've been reading some old articles from the Washington Post uh, in the 90s, Joe Biden as a senator, you know, Sleepy Joe, his two big issues throughout his career, you know, he's been in charge of the Judiciary Committee, and he's considered himself a foreign policy expert. His initial inclination, it was interesting, in the early 90s was, we should not keep NATO and we should not expand NATO. He was brought around and became an enthusiastic backer of bringing in, I mean, just think, think of these countries, folks, Albania, Croatia, the Czech Republic, Hungary, Poland, Bulgaria, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Romania, Slovakia, Slovenia, Montenegro, North Macedonia, all these countries packed over on the eastern side of Europe, right up against the Russian bear, not only leaving the Warsaw Pact, but joining the other side in, a, in an alliance that got bigger and more powerful. How do you think Russia was going to respond to that kind right. of nonsense? So I'm not defending Putin. Uh, I saw bloodstains on television this morning of a 13-year-old boy yeah, had his hand hacked yes, off. Right. I, I don't like what I'm seeing. And frankly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dial back how much I'm watching because, A, there's nothing I can do about it. And, and B, clearly people are, are in pain. But um, I, I really appreciate your perspective on this, Eddie. Uh, you want, neither you nor I nor probably most of the listeners 
are experts in this field. Oh. Uh, I think it's quite clear we're not going to have a nuclear war. We're not going to go to war with Russia. Countries with nuclear weapons don't fight each other. It's never happened. Uh, I, I pray it never does happen. And uh, let's not lose our heads. And, and frankly, Eddie, I know this sounds very callous and selfish, but when I saw that the market ended up today, right. I, I had the same reaction similar right. maybe to what you had, which is, okay, maybe the big the big money people understand that this is – people are dying. It's terrible, but it's not a Fauci-level hysteria uh, to close down all of society. And if we can keep our heads about us while all others are losing theirs, uh, I think we'll, we'll get through uh, the effects of this. Now, having said that, um, United States exports a lot of stuff to Russia. Uh, Russia uh, uh, sends a lot of exports out, primarily uh, agricultural products and fossil fuels. Obviously, there's an international connection to this. Uh, we're probably going to feel some economic pain, but you're not going to get me to weigh in on what the future is and what... Right. What this, what the leader of Ukraine should do in response? That's not my wheelhouse, ladies and gentlemen. So you're not going to hear me make any wild pronouncements. And I, I really respect Eddie Aragon's uh, uh, starting off the show and, and counseling calmness. Let's let's all uh, let's all keep our heads about us. Well, I think the other thing that I think is incumbent upon all of us is for us, you know, just to be less emotional. And obviously, by then, you know, uh, less reactionary to all this. This isn't a time to yank this or do that or, you know, uh, go into, you know, the Alex Jones, six months of foodstuffs or, you know, on the left, uh, decide to go ahead and, you know, there, there's just so, too, there's too, too, too many reactions uh, to all this. So let's just get your thoughts, you know, your sobering thoughts, what you're doing, even on a very mundane day-to-day -day reaction, I think would be good. So I'm going to forward the phones, uh, 550-5500 if you'd like, or 266-1600. You know, it's not often that we get and I'm going to I'm going to phrase it this way and you may not like that you might get the opportunity where something on a global level has happened that impacts you fueling your car you paying for some item at the store yeah like like you have to literally get down to that little microscopic level to really understand what's happening and then how you're all getting are you watching TV or are you not watching TV do you know where Ukraine is? Do you not know where Ukraine is? Uh, do you care about whether or not this impacts the elections? Do you not care about whether it, this impacts the elections? Like for, for the midterms. That, that's about as far as we need to go. But your connection to all of this, I think, is the most important reaction that we can have. Because a lot of you, you, you have to live your lives. And let me tell you, it's not the leader's that ultimately are, uh, get to sort of control the tide or the level. It's really the people who are just in the day-to-day, -day, the casualties. Uh, they're also the, the very people who are reacting in a way that's the most rational because they're the least connected to a lot of this stuff. And I hate to say it, a lot of this stuff is just mafia reaction. It's like, oh, I'm going to take out your leaders. We know who your leaders are. And they're literally coming up with lists of who they're going after. So, you know, it becomes a little bit of a mafia turf war with people who are operating at such a high level that uh, we're just sort of the, you know, uh, again, the casualties uh, who are caught up in the midst of all this. 550-5500, that's 550-5500 right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIV. I didn't know Grohl was Slovak, but there it is. No, one of the, I guess one of the uh, the greatest rock stars of the last, uh, I don't know, 20, Certainly. 25, 30 years, Nirvana, Certainly. and then Foo Fighters, and of course all the stuff that he's done on his own uh he is certainly uh one of the best april slovak and then uh 
Dowd is letting us know, uh, uh, giving us a, a good ge- geographical perspective of the celebrities and the uh, muy importantes around the world who are connected to that area. And we don't want Russia to go that far. So uh, I don't think they will, but uh, we'll get your reaction. 550, 500, 429, back and forth. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. This is Eddie Aragon for Axiom Home Services. Axiom Home Services specializes in refrigerated air conditioning conversions. Time to ditch the swamp cooler and convert to cool, refreshing, refrigerated air. Did you know Axiom Home Services is one of the highest rated AC companies in Albuquerque with over 40 years experience and provides a five-year parts and labor warranty on any new refrigerated air conditioning installation? Axiom Home Services maintains 4.9 stars on Google Review and check out what our customers say about Axiom. Call 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five? Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Looking for a full service landscaping company that can design, build and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770 or visit online at truewestgroup.com. 
The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Did someone say breakfast skillet? Quick! Go to Sunny Side Up, the place to be for their Texas steak skillet, Cambridge, and Mexican skillets. Sunny Side Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunny Side Up offer, sunny.theplaceilike.com. here in the queue on this uh, Thursday afternoon. You're welcome to call in. No calls there on the board. Uh, you don't want to give your opinion. That's totally fine. And a lot of you guys are looking for direction. I don't think you need to look for direction. Your own direction probably good enough at this uh, point, uh, I think, with everything else that's uh, out there. It's just, you know, a lot of noise gets created. Uh, first casualty of war is D-Dowd. Muska will no doubt uh, know the answer I to this question. The first casualty of war is the truth. The truth. That's right. Everyone's got to propagandize their side. They've got to sell. They've got to get people uh, on their side. And uh, you don't have to worry about that uh, with us. We're going to just come to you with what we think, what, what uh, you know, we can't really prognosticate on on any of this. So a lot of people have uh, reached out to me, and I appreciate that, uh, as always. 550, uh, 500. Let's get to the texts that have come in the first hour. Oh, here we are. Deming Freedom Convoy Rally. What? Is, are we really talking about freedom anymore? I mean, we're on to a different subject at this point. Uh, I think the freedom was happening over the last two years with the people who were sticking their neck out every single day, no masking, no vaccine, you know, getting into the numbers. I think I think that's fair enough to say, Dowd. I think, uh, you know, we don't need truckers to go ahead and raise money at this point. Uh, freedom Convoy. Uh, yeah, for what? What are we rebelling against at this point? Are you, you're wasting my time. You're wasting my time. But if if you want to get on the radio because you're going to come and, you know, play cleanup after, you know, it's it's 11 nothing, you can uh, certainly do that. 550 500. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. You're play cleanup after, you know, it's 11 nothing. Call, are you there? Going once, going twice. Caller. 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 Nope. No. Well, Eddie, you mentioned uh, last segment the, uh, the the local angle, and I've been uh, doing a little 
checking this morning on, I guess when 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 Boris Johnson, uh, whatever you you think about the man, uh, his 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 quote this morning because uh, I've been listening to British news all last night and into today, uh, we all quote we must also collectively cease the dependence on Russian oil and gas that for far for too long has given Putin his grip on Western politics. And it was that stood out to me because uh, natural gas in the energy market is something I know a, a great deal about, and I was hypothesizing in my head. In a state that has vast natural gas resources and can really, really make a significant contribute to supply, uh, especially at a time when the United States, as of December, became the number one LNG, liquefied natural gas exporter in the world, thanks to fracking. Uh, and, and New Mexico doesn't, uh, those big tanker tricks, trucks don't come up the Rio Grande to pick up our natural gas. I, I get that. But by the, by the role we play in adding to the natural gas supply in our country enables places that are closer to the ter- export terminals to export their natural gas once it is cooled to 271 degrees below zero. Um, what if we had leadership in this state? What if we had, say, a governor or congressional delegation that, said, that, that, that gathered at a press conference today and said, you know, we hear... Uh, the prime minister's remarks, we, we, we've been very concerned with this issue and how we can help add natural gas supply, expand the LNG market and have their demand in Europe met by uh, a friend and ally here in the United States. Uh, would would not have that have been a remarkable thing. But of course, they can't do that because they're entirely under the control of green psychopaths. So today, the governor issued a press release not talking about how New Mexico's natural gas can help the people of Europe not be the victim of Vladimir Putin, but she's signing legislation, taking action. Uh, she is going to participate. Let's see. What's the exact quote? She is, uh, I have the wrong one called up. She's joining with other uh, governors and she is uh, supporting clean hydrogen uh, for New Mexico. We, uh, we're drowning in natural gas here. We could help the international situation by producing more of it, expanding our, our um you know, lightening the regulatory load so we could expand our natural gas infrastructure, allow more of America's nat- liquefied natural gas to make its way to Europe. Uh, tone deaf, as always, to reality. She's bragging about clean hydrogen in New Mexico yep. on this day of all days. Yep, there we go. Uh, and it's because the uh, the all the media is not tuned into the very same things that we are focused on. And I mean, if you had to go ahead and focus on something, it'd probably be the thing that we're looking at right now. We're going to tune into Sky News uh, uh, here uh, momentarily. A couple of quick uh, phone calls here in the Kiva. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hello. What, what, what can I do for you? Hello. How's it going? This uh, politician, I remember who it was. How do we even survive during these times? In a time where you have digital communication, I mean, people can't even get their phones right. Like, why? (laughs) Hello? Hello? You know, we have to sit here and listen. He's calling from Kiev. Uh, Or Kiev, as everyone seems to be calling it now. I don't know why, but uh, here we go. We'll go to the front page. Watch Sky News. Uh, I'm going to, you know, dismiss anybody else who's calling for Here we go, the calm sky news. The British, how, how did the British get it right? How did the British get it right by calling it Kiev, which is what we've called it for, I don't know, centuries? Code that you see on screen during the program. You can check out the front pages of tomorrow's papers while you watch us. 
And Anna and John are still with us. Um, thanks very much uh, for, for uh, sticking with us this evening. Uh, a very depressing day, but there are other stories. In Currently the after midnight well. in uh, John, GMT in London. Off, uh, the Metro, cost of living worries unrelated to Ukraine. What's this about? Yes, yeah, so this is talking about how even before the misery of Ukraine and the impact that's going to have on our economy, that consumer confidence is already taking a dive, that the combination of rising prices and inflation and concerns about the impact of that on energy bills and the increasing cost of filling up people's cars and heating their homes means that we're already seeing people concerned about how much money they're going to have in their pockets and that we're all... Yeah, really. So there's a, a threat of nuclear war, you know, the stock market's going to... The, and really all anybody can really care about anywhere in the world, including here, is themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Will it cost me more money at the pump? Well, I have to pull my money out of the stock market. Well, I have, like, nobody... And then you have the, the Ukrainian president uh, coming forth and saying, well, you know, we had 137 lives lost. Nobody cares. Exactly zero people care about that. Like, uh, you know, Mali or, uh, I don't know, uh, Botswana. 137 people were overrun by a stampede. And like, you'd be like, oh, well, I don't need, where's that? And here you are, Ukraine, Putin. Oh, I'm going to pull my money out of the stock market. Like, conflict. There's 7 billion people. What is 137 people out of 7.5 billion? Doubt. I don't know. Oh, goodness. Yeah, exactly. Not, no, not even a rounding error, I guess. <laughs> but, but, but remember, during a, coming out of the COVID mentality, not one more death. Not one more death. Was there 137 people who died in the Ukraine of COVID? That's what I want to know. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm -hmm. Compare and contrast, shall we? Let's, let's get back to, to more of the, the depressing day. Yes, it's really never-ending, isn't it? I mean, look, we're going to have to pay for the furlough scheme and the other effects of the COVID pandemic that basically have blighted the economy for the last two years. Yeah, well, there, there's some rationality. Is this... Uh, <laughs> wow, someone adding some rationality to all this. It's Look at going this. to make things worse, exacerbate things, or actually it's going to make things better. You might imagine that my view is that... Well, who knows? It's a crapshoot at this point. It could be make things better. Maybe things will get worse. I don't really know. Putting it all in perspective... Who knows what's going to happen at this point? But your guess is as good as mine. But back to you. Glad I'm here to do the analysis for you. <laughs> system. I don't think that national insurance was the right way to do it. But in any event, yes, these are truly dreadful times. Oh, there we go. There's, we the, there's the hammer the right there. Now. It's like the a, a, out of all this, in any event, of all the things that are happening, uh, COVID, Ukraine, all this truly dreadful time. That's a British, that's a British word, dreadful. <laughs> But we don't use that over here. <laughs> there we go. Let's, uh, let's get it. That's as bad as emotional as it gets. Wishy Sunak has been given one of these questionnaires by the, uh, the Met Police. Mm. There we go. Yeah, so this looks like it's because Rishi Sunak was one of the people who was there when there was the small celebration for Boris Johnson's 56th birthday when he was... Are we back on uh, Bojo's uh, uh, party? times. <laughs> uh, so, what, 12 hours? 10, hour, 10, 12 hours? How are the Brits really having a hard time with the attack on the Ukraine at this point? That was fast. Are, they, are they all in with Biden and are they all in with the US at this point? The answer is decidedly no. Let's continue. He's going to want to kind of draw a line in the sand and move on and say they're a clean broom and 
have distanced themselves from Boris Johnson, I actually think that this is one of the less kind of concerning events. I think Rishi Sunak, we know what his excuse is, we know what his reason is. He says that he was coming in for a meeting with the Prime Minister in the Cabinet room. He had no idea that this birthday cake... Dreadful times, Doug. Yeah, very yeah. dreadful. Yeah, yeah, very but, dreadful. But, but plenty of time in the dreadful time yeah, to talk very, about what the what the Prime Minister did during yes, the pandemic. Yes, <laughs> uh, for his fifty sixth birthday, very, very dreadful. When I was talking about the, the reporters on the ground in Ukraine, this yeah. was not what I was talking about. <laughs> no, but but you here we are in the midst of. Uh, uh, I think the let, let's let's figure out the words that were used by the conservative media it was blitzkrieg as. Yep. Uh, it, did you hear Glenn Beck this morning? Please no, do not introduce the idea of Armageddon or World War III to Glenn Beck. Oh, God. At that point, you might want to turn him off. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many times he used the word evil. I'm like, uh, Glenn, just shut the F up now. Yeah. Book a revelation. He's a, he's a big uh, fan. <laughs> evil that's going to come about uh, as, a, as a result of all this and these are truly the times for evil versus good. I'm like, dude, shut up. Like, stop. Like, people are looking for calm and direction, and they're looking for, like, a seam to get through and, and cut through all the bull crap. And then I was listening to Clay and Buck, and, and, and I swear Clay was doing, like, a play-by-play. -play. Like, it was Super Bowl, you know, 55, and uh, we were hearing the, uh, you know, the, the, the plays being called. And I can just hear Buck on the backside of this being a former CIA analysis uh, analyst and just being angry. Whoa, 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 wait, hold on. Breaking news, breaking news, here we go. From the 90s, apparently he was dubbed Super Mario. And in that intro paragraph in the Times, it talks about how he was well known for lighting cigarettes and downing vodka shots at the end of games. <laughs> um, and he was playing a squash game with a power and some reason seems to have struck this bet that if he lost the bet, he would coach his football team, which I think they're nine leagues below the Bundesliga. Oh, and Bundesliga and Europe. It didn't. Free. It didn't take us all of uh, I don't know, uh, roughly I don't know five minutes into Sky News to get into Bundesliga and the European Premier League and the uh, <laughs> there you go. English Premier priorities. League. There it is. Uh, there we are. We're on the we're on the cusp of Armageddon. Things are about to break in all sorts of directions. Former Defense Minister Anna Soberry has got commentary on the sporting world. Because it's a bad time for Derby County. <laughs> Forests are on the way up. Leicester City actually not doing too badly. But too oh, we're talking about Leicester City. Leicester City and the EPL live on skynews.com. Uh, John, Anna, thank you both very much. Great thank to see you. you. A great analyst. Uh, a dreadful day in here in, uh, uh, well, in British. Uh, thank you very much to our guests uh, once again, Anna yeah. and John. Coming up next, uh, we've got the sport for you. Huge win for Rangers as they reach yeah, I think we're still competing. No, uh, no World War Three coming in. Uh, the the Rangers and Leicester City still. I, I didn't even know that Britain talked about American America's Major League Baseball. They're they're reporting on the Texas Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, folks. There we go. I know. I don't even know where we were with all this. So, <sighs> Dad, I really, I'm, I, I'm, I'm remiss. I'm, I'm angry. I'm upset that we, you and I, did not spend more time on the. Uh, the, the Russian-Ukrainian conflict, uh, the, the, the lead up to the, the big launch here. Yeah. I mean, Putin's looking at this again, folks, as this, all right, let's watch the world overreact to propagandized news. Uh, let's go ahead and play this in this way. Wait for Biden to, to slow play it uh, because he's got to run cover for 
inflation, COVID, Democrats' uh, disappointment, and every disastrous uh, uh, policy that's befallen a uh, Democrat-run uh, uh, state uh, run by their governor. So, uh, you know, they, 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 all the world is staged out. I mean, I can't make it any simpler than this, can you? No, uh, you know, maybe maybe we were transitioning from uh, uh, strange times into silly times. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's getting crazy. All right, back after a quick break, back to wrap the hour. We'll uh, read your text and uh, get your thoughts. And I don't know. I think there's just uh, way too much uh, drama going on at this point. I think, um, you know, the, the drama can be made up, uh, contrived, and uh, set up at any time. 137 casualties in Ukraine, and you know, we have two local talk show hosts who are as insensitive as ever. Folks, yep. everything's going to be just fine. Don't you worry. It's all a matter of uh, who's controlling the cards at this point. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you know, child uh, pedophilia, sex trafficking, uh, you know, drug trafficking and murders uh, continue. Uh, we haven't even got to some of the local news where, you know, uh, uh, seven middle schoolers uh, due to drag racing after the big edict put out by our local mayor, uh, Dowd, uh, Mayor Tim Keller, said that uh, no more drag racing. We're going to have put a stop to that. And then the APD came out. And uh, what happens? Uh, a, a, a bus gets toppled over uh, by people who are drag racing. There you go. We'll talk about that. Uh, anything else you guys want to jump into the Kiva here this afternoon? Your reactions to the Ukrainian conflict with Russia? Uh, should we be involved? Should we not be involved? Uh, we'll get your reaction to that. 450 back and four right here in the Kiva. Oh. 
Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And, and what, what about, about the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carries CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Manal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093.
76 here in the Kiva. A little Coldplay, one of the best uh, concerts I've ever seen. I think I've shared it, I don't know how many times here with our audience. Uh, I literally uh, came out uh, to that, uh, I think it was what, February 9th or so of 2002, post 9-11, pre-Coldplay uh, before they got really popular and they uh, went out to the Grammys um, then next time around. And it's hard to believe that that song nearly... 20 years old, 550, 500, trying to get uh, some of your reaction to uh, what's going on uh, out there, which uh, seems like a lot, but probably not as much as you think that it might. So we're trying to calm you down a little bit. Hello, Eddie. I'm a parent of two kids attending SFPS. I don't know what that is. Santa Fe Public Schools, I'm assuming at probably, this point. Yeah. Is, that, is, that, is that correct? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some parents and I have been sending up against the mass mandate. Superintendent Chavez to continue to mandate. Is he a superintendent? Is Chavez the man? Uh, the, the uh the controller over there chavez is continuing to mandate believe so. yep, yep. he sent out a survey on what his office should do with the mask so yeah that's always leadership when you're asking other people like what right. what should i do let me put out a survey and all this he sent out a survey on the office to do the mask it uh, was reported on the new mexican the majority of people voted for optional use of the mask. if i see you with the mask i have two reactions one i really want to punch you but i won't i have too much to lose and the second is i want to scream in your face you to lose the mask just like you told me to put on my mask but he still went with the small majority of keeping the mask till after spring break i was hoping i can call in so that if any parents are listening to your show we can try and gain more yeah you can you have use of the santa fe and los alamos airwaves um i don't know i guess through what monday to when are we off of that god forbidden krsn uh march 21st eddie those poor kids are gonna have to be masks and uh yes uh chavez uh hilario larry chavez hilario. Is, is in charge now listen to this i mean talk about a dynamic leader uh 13 years of administrative experience having served the santa fe public schools community in a variety of different leadership roles associate superintendent of athletics activities and school support assistant superintendent of athletics activities and school support director of athletics and activities and special education administrator looks like he's an educrat lifer uh we can't expect much from someone like that all right let's talk about that when uh, we return a, a real leader up there in santa fe uh, uh like any of you guys are following these mask mandates or vax mandates or anything you're just stupid at this point it, it, you really are just show up go to school no one's gonna throw you out and we'll leave it at that back after a quick break uh here in the kiva the top of the hour news on AM 1600 Kiavi, ABQ.FM, Chris Martin and Coldplay, Viva La Vida. I don't know. What is it? Clocks? Yeah, back in the day. Uh, some very, very good music. I think you need some of that to relax uh, through that. Back in five minutes. Thanks for listening. Singing, come out upon my scenes. Curse me, stop opportunities. Am I a part of the cure? Or am I part of the disease? Singing. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Biden is vowing freedom will prevail after Russia invades Ukraine. Speaking from the White House, Biden announcing new sanctions that target banks and Russia's elite class. Biden also saying he'll do what he can to keep energy prices low for Americans. I will do everything in my power to limit the pain the American people are feeling at the gas pump. This is critical to me. But this aggression cannot go unanswered. If it did, 
the consequences for America would be much worse. Ukraine is reporting nearly 60 fatalities as part of that invasion. The country's minister of health care also saying 170 people have been injured. He noted the casualties include medical workers. After starting the day with the Dow down 800 points, the Dow finished up 92. This is USA Radio News. Fever is a potential sign of COVID or the flu. And the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Exergen Temporal Scanners, available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. You've heard us talk about the luxurious Giza Dream sheets for my pillow. Well, now they're on sale at 60% off as low as $39.99. Lots of other overstock items and a free copy of Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds from Crack Addict to CEO? With any purchase, but you've got to use my promo code USA. Go to mypillow.com, the radio listener square. Use my promo code USA or call 1 800 951 8175. Former Education Secretary John B. King Jr. is calling on President Biden to cancel student debt. King Jr. saying the nation's outstanding student loan debt is indisputably a crisis. Writing in an op-ed that the crushing weight of student debt is preventing people from considering buying a home or even beginning a family. The Postal Service is finalizing plans for a new fleet of gas-powered vehicles. The United States Postal Service said it's now cleared the final regulatory hurdle to placing orders for next-generation mail vehicles and getting some of them on delivery routes by next year, despite pushback from the Environmental Protection Agency. The U.S. Postal Service's fleet comprises of more than 230,000 vehicles, including 190,000 local delivery vehicles that are due to be replaced. The decision allows the Postal Service to proceed with placing the first order that will include at least 5,000 electric-powered vehicles. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Going a little bit more in depth on one of our top stories, Florida Republican Senator Marco Rubio says Russia's invasion of Ukraine has already taken longer and been more costlier than Russian President Vladimir Putin expected. Rubio saying Russia has launched several attacks on cities very close to Ukraine's borders with NATO countries. As far as why folks here in the United States should care about what's going on in Ukraine, Rubio tells CNN. We now live in a world where countries can decide, hey, that belongs to us. We're going to go invade it and take it. I think the world's going to get really messy really fast, and that's going to impact us here. As far as Ukraine specifically is concerned, I think it has a big impact on a lot of things, on global energy prices. We already have very high gas and energy prices. They're going to go higher. You know, Ukraine is a pretty substantial food producer in wheat and corn. That'll have an impact on the global food market, which ultimately would have an impact on us as well. They actually are the leading supplier of neon gas for our nascent semiconductor industry here in the United States. That's going to be cut off. 
Taiwan's defense ministry says nine Chinese aircrafts entered its defense zone hours after Russia began its invasion into Ukraine. The ministry releasing the flight pass saying they flew over Taiwan's Pratis Islands. This follows China's foreign ministry claiming Taiwan has no comparison to Ukraine since it has always been part of China. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Top. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Top, and the ABQ. FM, Rock of Top. Dot com, 550-5500, hour two coming at you in the ABQ with uh, D-Dowd Musk on Roku, Amazon Fire, and Amazon, well, Apple TV. Uh, don't forget, you can app us directly at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com, as always. We appreciate your patronage directly at rockoftalk.chat. Uh, we try to make light of everything. Markets up, things aren't as bad as they Appear to have been last night. I mean, you had this sort of ominous dark cloud floating over us at 8 p.m. And I was texting. It was like, oh, Biden uh, pooped the bed. There he is. Uh, Biden doing all the things that, that Biden does. And uh, Dowd and I are reacting in a way that say, hey, let's move on to some other news, uh, shall we? Let's focus on a little bit uh, more local stuff. Uh, D. Dowd, how are you? Oh, there we are. We got. Do we have Dowd? Do we have Dowd? I don't know. Where's he at? Oh, you know what? I can't hear Dowd. I think we, we're going to have to reconnect. Yep, Dowd. We've, mayday, Mayday, Mayday. <laughs> he is on the TV, but uh, nowhere to be found uh, elsewhere. So, so he's going to go ahead and re- reconnect uh, here shortly. But yeah, I saw like a lot. Oh, here he comes. Let's see if we got D Dowd. Dowd, are you back? There he is. Yes, no, maybe so. Oh, still no Dowd. Uh, we're going to have to go ahead and reconnect the entire apparatus let's see dowd dowd connecting remotely this would be a, a good day nope we are silent sir we are absolutely silent uh, here let's try it one more time uh trying to bring in there we go i think we've got dowd finally dowd dowd no we are we are lost uh without dowd here let's see nothing uh this afternoon so uh, anyway it looks like i'm going to be flying solo if Plus, we can get uh, D. Dowd Musk uh, uh, here to the QB. Yeah, we've got we've got not a bro, not a damn thing. So we'll we'll keep it there. Yeah, reloaded, but I've got nothing. I've got no no uh, no avenues to explore here with the uh, the uh, the D. Dowd Musk and everything is up and okay. Anyway, we'll 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 leave we'll leave it there. Uh, that's about the best that I could do. So um, <clears throat> one more time, here he is, Dowd. One, two, three. Are you there? Nope, 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 nope. We've got nothing, D-Dowd Musk. I know you can hear me, but let's see if we put you one more time. Nope, nope, we are, we're no good. All right, let me see if I can go in and correct it, but I'm looking at everything. All the lights are on. We're in good shape here. And uh, um, yeah, all the volumes are up. Everything looks good. But we'll be back in uh, one minute. We'll check back uh, with uh, D-Dowd Musk uh, to kick off uh, hour two. When you suffer a personal injury from a car crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. I am very pleased with my car accident case that Caruso Law Offices helped me settle. I hope I never need your services again, but if I do, I'll come back. Thanks. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. 
Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000. CarusoLaw.com. This is David Allen Staley, Medicare Coverage Advisor with the Senior Health Resource Center. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. Save possibly hundreds or even thousands of dollars with the right Medicare plan. It's important to understand the new Medicare options. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. Again, 505-350-3858. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van S Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van S, 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. The Rock of Talk is now available on Roku. Just go to search on your Roku device and type in The Rock of Talk. Then download and enjoy. Watch the show live, on demand, get the top 10 news of the day, or watch any of our weekend shows on demand. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. 
What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. At Revelco of New Mexico, we believe no vehicle should be stolen, period. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device is unlike any other. Visit revelconm.com and find out how. Visit revelconm.com and find out how. Something wonderful like all chocolate dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams, even red chili bars? Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at candylady.com. Hey, Grandpa and Stella, we need to get back to work. We are working, Ava. Yeah, all this cleaning and sanitizing is hard work if you do it right like we do. Exactly, Stella. Especially while serving all the yummy Monroe's food with a smile. Behind the mask. And in a safe, sanitized place. Hey, Hey, Ava, Ava, we we want a race. I'll give you two a raise. Go and raise the flag and get back to work. We're going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. All right, 513 here in the Kiva. Dowd is down for the count. Uh, his laptop won't even start. Uh, we'll leave it there and uh, we'll continue. We'll soldier on uh, right here in the Kiva. Uh, get your reactions to other things. I think maybe more local after taking sort of a not a lighthearted approach, but just saying, hey, things aren't as serious as that you think that they might be. I think the whole idea is to get you to pay more attention to what's happening in the news. Uh, let's not forget that Joe Biden wants to do what he can to go ahead and, you know, get you distracted from the 2022 midterm elections. He doesn't want it to be sort of befall him because then the Democrats won't push him for 2024. I've already indicated to you who I think is going to be leading the uh Leading the charge, leading the uh, presidential ticket, that's going to be Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You're going to see this true division, you know, 250 years as we look at the 2024. It's going to be Ron DeSantis uh, versus Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the new generation for the next 250 years. That's the way it's going to look. No, folks, you will not see Donald Trump there. You just won't. It's just not going to happen. Um, (laughs) There's no other way for me to break it to you. You were not going to see a resurgence of Trump, you know, eight years on into the next election. You're just not going to, you're just not going to have to live through that. uh, Fortunately, I do say fortunately. Uh, Let's talk about, uh, so the mayor yesterday, here local, let's keep it local, came out with a big initiative where they were going to go ahead and push as much as they possibly could to make the streets safer. Now I've talked about this. I remember staying at, uh, some uh, local area hotels here. I remember like in the middle of the night, like right through the freeways, like they're just like rifling through the, uh, you know, I-25 and I-40. I'm telling you maybe 110, maybe 100, maybe 130 miles an hour. Trucks, cars. I'll tell you about all the circling that's going on around here, right around our office uh, space that we have up here in the airport area. There's almost just no policing. And these guys know the fast and the furious. They can, what are we on? Fast and furious nine. They can get away with it. They don't have to do anything else. 
So yesterday, as uh, you were traveling home and uh, you hear about a, a bus, a public bus being flipped, immediately many of your hearts stop. You're like, oh, my gosh, you know, uh, could that be my child? Like, you know, there's a school shooting. Something happens with a school bus. You're out to pick up. You're like, you know, you have your, your parents. You care about your children. So here we are, another event here in the city of Albuquerque because there's no crackdowns. There isn't DWI checkpoints. There isn't any sort of radar detection going on. I, when's the last time anyone's worried about radar? I have one of those uh, V1 Valentine um, radar detectors. They're the best. Like, uh, I don't know, what, are they, four, $430. I've had one for a long I don't even need it. Not, not to mention, I never drive over the speed limit because I'm like cruising through the city of Albuquerque, looking downtown. Oh, look at that. What's that? I didn't notice that the other day. Like, I just kind of go the speed limit. The other thing, too, is I get to turn in my insurance um, or my driver. I have two apps on my phone, which will allow me to continue to low. Like, there's two things that lower your insurance score. Uh, besides not getting traffic tickets, which you aren't going to get one in New Mexico anyway. Uh, one is turning in that app to see if you qualify. And the second is your credit score. Did you know your credit score will help you get a lower insurance rate? Pretty amazing, right? Pretty amazing. That's a good thing. No, you're not driving over 65, 70. Like, I am, like, scared to death of, like, going too fast. You know, three to four miles an hour over is, is the recommended. You won't get, you know, clipped for that. But there's a lot of people who drive too fast. Like, these people must not be insured at this point. So front page of the Albuquerque Journal, a man is accused of racing another driver at speeds over 100 miles an hour. Like that's every single day. These guys are like, I don't know, nine in the morning, nine at night, three in the morning, three at uh, three in the afternoon. It's all the same. And crashing into a school bus full of children, according to the Albuquerque Journal. Mario Perez, the dude is 49. What, what, what is this guy take? What? What 49-year-old? Like, can't you, like, be a grandpa at this point? Like, 49. Aren't you, like, already planning for retirement? The dude is racing somebody else at 49 years of age. Like, what, what's, what's got that guy so juiced? Charged with two counts of great bodily harm by vehicle in the incident, Pettis, the school bus driver, and several middle school students were hospitalized following the crash. Two students, 13 and 14, had serious injuries, including a broken pelvis, femur requiring surgery. That's got to be painful. That's like the one bone in your whole body you never want to break, the femur, right? If you're over 60, it's the hip bone. Pettis also broke his femur, will be booked into Metro Detention Center once he's released from the hospital. His criminal history shows he's been ticketed twice since 2015 for speed. Only twice. You're going over 100, you're running a school bus, you got off with a warning in the second incident. Rebecca Atkins, a, a Albuquerque police spokeswoman, said the police are asking the public's help to identify the second driver who fled the scene. Well, that's probably going to take, I don't know, four to six weeks, just like the death of the uh, young seven-year-old who lost his life, just trying to cross the street with his family, going to the Festival of Lights downtown. Right? According to the witnesses, the other driver was in a blue Ford Mustang. You won't catch him. According to an arrest warrant affidavit filed in Metro Court, police responded around 4.05 to the crash of the intersection of Messina and Gibson. Not even like a real intersection, folks. You, don't even, you couldn't even identify that on a map. 
Officers found the school bus flipped onto its side and the white Mustang on fire. Witness told police the driver of the white Mustang Pettis was racing the driver of a blue Mustang before crashing into the school bus. One witness estimated the cars were speeding at over 110 miles an hour in a 40 mile per hour stretch. School bus driver told police the explosion happened so fast that Pettis told him that he had been driving around 60 to 80. Nope, over 110, according to Pettis for impairment. He found that he was not under the influence at the time. All right. No DWI. We know that this is a way of life. We're racing around. There's car clubs. There's all sorts of things happening. It could happen to any one of us at any time. The, the, the fact of the matter is that this took place at a time when kids are still going to and fro school before or after, right? This obviously after. What should we do? Rio Rancho does not have this type of issue. Now, I am not an advocate for the uh, cameras, the traffic cams, or anything like that. I am not. But one of the things I will say is maybe that, you know, New Mexico, Albuquerque is so incredibly irresponsible that we might require that. Doubt, are you with us? Hello, hello. Oh, there he is. There he is. It's Sky News. I'm Skyping in on Sky News. I'm I'm here with some hot news from the Ukraine. Uh, Eddie, as as a civil, I've been listening As a civil libertarian, and, and same same issue as yesterday with with police uh, uh, accountability. Right. It it's great in theory when you are yep. living in a horrific war zone, danger zone. There may be extraordinary circumstances where some of us on the civil libertarian privacy side say, "Listen, in order to make life livable and safer, we need in these terrible jurisdictions like oh I don't know the city of Albuquerque, you might have to make some concessions on this front." Right. So my, my preference here is to just choose different times to travel, right? Unfortunately, I don't know, at least half of Albuquerque is up traveling around at this point between 3 and 6 p.m. and between, I don't know, 6 and 9 a.m. So that creates some problems. So unless we get to the point over the next year, year and a half, that's what it's going to take for Tim Keller to go ahead and police speed traps, Remember, they used to have radar guns up and down cores. Now you never hear that, see that. DWI checkpoints. Like, we should absolutely have DWI checkpoints every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night from, like, saturation checkpoints from, like, 8 to 12, 8 to 1 a.m. I think that would go a long way. We'll catch more politicians. Maybe get rid of them, but probably not. It was an interesting little op-ed in the Albuquerque Journal where a woman was like, oh, this woman's worked so hard, Georgine Lewis. The last oh. thing we should do is put her in jail. Oh, one blew, the woman literally blew a .18 was arguing with police officers. It, I could see that if, if she blew a .18 and said, you know what, you got me. I went to a Super Bowl party. Uh, I'll pay the fine. I'll do the school. I'll do all those things. But that, no, that wasn't Georgine. She was going to be working so hard, Eddie, spending other people's money <laughs> that we deserve to cut her a break. Yeah. We, yeah. But back to the action here. I think we are at a point where people are a little bit worried about going to the damn grocery store. I don't even know where Messina and Gibson is. Messina and Gibson and someone's blowing through that 110 miles an hour. That could be any one of us. So what should be done? Do we go to traffic cams? Do we go to, you know, it, was Tim Keller ahead of his time with the traffic cams? 
Right, going back to that. <laughs> Broken clock. <laughs> is that is that is that going to reduce the number of people who are traveling uh you know too fast here in the city of Albuquerque? I'd love to hear from you on any and all of this 550 5500. What's the driver going to be charged with? Seven kids, middle schoolers. The 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 school bus is on its side, Dowd. Yes, yes, I saw the picture. Horror. In every way, shape, and form. Like, you're thinking of, like, I'm not going to put my child in that public school bus. Forget about it just getting into the school. Putting my child in the bus is danger enough. So uh, there we go. Well, we talk a a lot about how uh, to solve the the best way to solve the problems of government education is get your kid out of a government school. We all ride the high, the, the roads and the highways. There's no solution for that. I mean, you got to take your kids someplace. Uh, all all parents are rightfully concerned about this. Yep. Uh, Caller, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, good evening. Um, I've had two friends killed by drunk drivers in the past. So uh, I, I don't show no mercy. However, when I think of all the times, and I grew up in Southern California, okay. when I think of all the times I drove, and I was dr- I was driving fine, but I'm sure I was over the limit. And now these craft beers, you just have one. They're strong. How, like, how big are you? Do you, do, you, do you know the BAC? Do you know how to do this stuff? How, are you over two hundred? I'm two uh, two sixty. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Okay. So let's do uh, your two sixty. We're gonna go ahead and do it. Uh, let's say that you have a, what? What's uh? What you you want one of these craft beers? What what do we do? It a pint nowadays, right? It, we'll we'll give you a craft beer at six percent, okay? And yeah, uh, let's I assume usually... let's assume you weigh. You said two sixty. We're gonna we're, yes, we're gonna we're gonna hedge a little here just to, to be good. So we're gonna put you at two fifty, okay? And let's say that you just climb out of the bar one hour ago. Okay, you decide to go ahead, and that's responsible. Yeah, you have two of these. Let, let, no, let's put you at three. What do you think? Three. three. I, only drink, I only drink one. I only drink well, one. Well, generally speaking, most of these craft beer places, what are they? Dowd, what are they? Is they, it a two-drink or a three-drink minimum? I don't even know. I'm the wrong person to ask. Usually two-drink. How many? Usually two-drink. Okay, two-drinks. Let's assume it's two, okay? Let's, let's put it at a half an hour, okay? Half an hour, and you weigh 250, right? 250. And let's see how long it is until you, you were blowing a 0.046 coming out of there. And yeah. that's without eating anything at the That's uh, without, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're just jettisoning out of there on a 6%, 6%, uh, I don't know, is that, is that an IPA anymore? I don't know. I don't drink any beer. But on a 6%, you're blowing 0.053 at 250. Two, 250, okay? okay? All right, at a half an hour, you're blowing 0.046. At one hour later, you're blowing 0.038. Let's let, let, some let's of these just, beers are 10% alcohol. Wait, wait, I, wait. I'm telling you what I have here. I'm not trying okay, to. Okay, all right. All right. All right, Dowd, let's uh, go to Georgine Lewis. Uh, what do you think she weighs? What is uh, what does she weigh? She's a little person. <laughs> she's she's kind of short and fat, right? <laughs> Let's assume that she waited an hour after the Super Bowl. She, we'll call her two hundred. We'll call her a female. Okay, she is right, Georgine. Even though she, you know, anyway. Um, let's assume that she did wine, no beer. Okay, 
love doing this. And she went heavy on the wine. She went to 15%. She went, she went deep cab on this. Okay. Uh, Eddie, the, the, the mugshot says she's exact, exactly five feet. Five feet. Can you yeah. be five feet too, Hundy? She's taller than our governor. Hmm. Hmm. Let me go. Let me go in a, a big pour. We'll do a generous pour here at, at eight ounces here. Okay. <laughs> generous pour, eight ounces. We're going to go with, uh, we'll say three glasses at eight ounces, 15%. She waited an hour and let's, let's, we'll be nice to her. We'll give her 175. You think she's 175? What do you think? Charitable, yeah. Yeah, all right, 175. You want to know what Georgine blew one hour? One hour at 175 after drinking three eight-ounce glasses of wine of cabs at 50%. Wine. You want to know what she blew? Okay. She blew, uh, she blew 0. 0.174. So she oh left. Yeah, yeah, that's drunk. So I know you're worried about your craft beer at 6% or whatever. Georgine's downing wine at 15% on a cab, and she blew 0.17 blazing out of there at 175. She's 175, Dowd. Okay, I mean, it's yeah. just, let's, assume, let's assume she's 185. 185, carry the one, and Georgine, and we get to a cool, oh, wow, she blew point. If she would have, if she weighed a little bit more, she would have, she would have blown 0.16. That wouldn't have been actual. Here's the problem here with all this. She's twice the limit. Yep. Yeah. She's literally twice the limit. Here's what it takes for you uh, 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 people who are uh, winos out there. <laughs> One glass at eight ounces with 15%. You want to know what you're blowing? Well, let's just go ahead and uh, uh, call it at my weight. I'm 254 now, okay? Here's the, here's the craziness, okay? something like that i'm 0.025 if i go to two eight ounce glasses let's just call it three for good measure what am i blowing straight out i'm blowing 0.12 that's one and a half times the limit yep, yep. if i waited an hour i'd be at 0.105 here's the thing wine takes a lot longer to dissipate if you're drinking beer it's a lot quicker oh problem is with people who are drinking beer which is what you see in a lot of dui accidents Bud Ice, Bud Light, all that kind of stuff, color. You see those guys, they're downing six packs, 12 packs. That's okay, but we only drink wine. We'll get a couple of bottles of wine. Oh, that's, that, uh, that's no bueno, bro. No, so, <laughs> couple of, a bottle of wines with dinner, you're, you're, you are Ubering all day and all night long. Oh, no, I'm talking about maybe a group of six sharing the wine it's not just me what are you guys having little four ounce pours there's 25 ounces in a bottle what kind of wine are you drinking that you're getting no there's a group of six for a bottle of wine dixie cups you, you may have that's like a quarter di dixie cup no don't come on me i nobody knows this stuff better than me i do a wine show we did a beer show for a number of years I know this stuff like the uh, back of my hand. I know exactly where you need to be. Does it make a difference if you have a big meal? No, it doesn't actually. Believe it or not. Oh, I, no, oh yeah, I need I to let me, let me go ahead and drink. Let me have some more bread. I'll soak it up. No, no. <laughs> no. <Soak> it up. <laughs> it's like a sponge. <laughs> uh, just the, the bread just soaks it up. No. So uh, let, let's do one bottle of wine. Let's just do one bottle of wine for, for a dude that's like 250. Let's just take 300 pounds of flesh amongst you. You have a 100 and a 200 pound, right? Uh, you know, a good looking couple. 300 pounds of flesh 
on one bottle of wine. Okay. Let's just go ahead and, and have you guys come out. Oh, we just did a bottle of wine together. Here, here's, here's how bad it is. But between the two of you, you guys are coming out blowing over the legal limit at 0 0.82, 0 0.082. Oh my God! Don't drink. And, and I think in the in the past when we used to go to lunch, and my bosses used to drink two martinis, and yeah, they go back to work. Okay, so you want to do you want to you want to go with liquor now? Okay, so let's do uh, I don't know. Let's do eighty proof, right? Martinis, gin, all that kind of stuff. Let's just do I don't know. Let's do three shots. Okay, three shots. I'm sorry, I have to do all this stuff. So. How, how heavy was your boss? 200? 225? 250? Lloyd was... Uh, <laughs> no names. 170. He was real skinny. Okay. One, a, 180 with a hollow leg. Uh, a half an hour after coming out of his uh, his uh, two martini lunch, right? Which would give him about six ounces worth of alcohol. Okay. Uh, this is not... Lloyd was drunk walking out of that bar. Oh, gosh, this is not good. Uh, Lloyd, Lloyd was walking around drunk. Uh, uh, Dowd, uh, one hour after leaving the bar, this guy is blowing. God, this is just math, folks. 0 0.092. He's legally drunk. And he'd go back to work. Blunted feelings, reduced sensitivity to pain. Yeah, I'll take your uh, your meeting later, euphoria. This, this is after an hour. The guy's blowing 0 0.092. Wow. That's crazy. Well, it's Eddie. not crazy. What are you talking about? That's a lot of alcohol. Two martinis for a 180-pound guy an hour after he leaves, and he's blowing 0 0.092. When, he, when he's done, he's... It's, it's it's amazing there weren't a million accidents a day. Do you know what uh, do, do you know do you know what the do you know what you call uh, someone driving around Las Vegas, Nevada after one a.m. on their way to work? Um, drunk, broke, yeah, drunk, <laughs> yeah, drunk, one hundred percent of the time. So there you go. All right, well, I'm glad we're able to resolve that, uh, but uh, I think we need new uh, DUI saturation points. Well, Eddie, this gets to the issue. Uh, some of our younger uh, listeners might not remember this, but I, I started out back in the 90s in public policy analysis. In the 1990s, the federal government basically threatened the states with their transportation pork. Uh, we're not going to give you the transportation pork unless you lower your blood alcohol level, uh, the legal limit to 0 0.08. In a lot of states, okay. it was higher than that. And of course, I was working in Nevada at the time and, uh, you know, uh, let's just say the dominant industry in Nevada was rather interested in alcohol. whether or not that oh, yeah. that blood alcohol level rate was going to be lowered. And I remember dealing with the you know the trade associations and the, the the scientists they paid, and it's it's a complicated affair. I mean, like a big guy who works on a loading dock and you know likes to get his beer on, the, a blood alcohol level of 0.08 is not the equivalent of a ballerina who never takes a drink. Like some people are larger and they're more, uh, you know, their, their tolerance is much higher. And I think the industry, the casino industry and the hospitality industry was making a good point, which is you can't have just one standard for everyone, but as it always does, money spoke, money talks, BS walks. Right. And every state, last time I checked, every state had lowered their blood alcohol level to 0.08 because they wanted those fed bucks. One of the other things I think that's important is that the onus is now on the bartenders and bartenders haven't exactly been doing that. So, you know, 
It's got the people, uh, you know, I, I don't know why we don't have liquor stores here in town who are decided to go ahead and uh, tell people to blow before they buy, right? Interesting, yeah. Like, that's a, what's the difference between that and a bar? What, were you going to take this packaged liquor home, you know, at this point? Uh, you know, I know that there's a lot of people who are responsible. I know they, that they do the right thing and they get home. And, and then, of course, you have the great thing that I love, which is Uber. So you never have to even think about it. You right. know what's great about Uber is you never even consider like driving drunk. It's like, oh, twenty dollars. Do I want to spend twenty dollars or twenty thousand dollars? <laughs> exactly. Like, it's it's not even an issue at that point. So, well, our, our legislator made that decision, Eddie. Uh, it, like, apparently, the easy decision for her was to get in the car. This is what she told the officer, according to the video: hmm. two glasses of beer at the halftime party and two ish or three cocktails consisting of tito's vodka and soda yeah it's a lot of booze for a little woman so there's a woman uh who doesn't have the public trust because based upon like i would literally just ask her when's the last time you had a drink who else did you have a drink with and tell us uh who was pouring you and then you can put the onus on the person who is actually serving her Mm -hmm. as well i mean what's the alcohol content for vodka i imagine it's pretty high i think uh, it's 80 proof oh it's okay uh, I think a uh, little, little uh, more than beer or wine. <laughs> is how much? Yeah, I think it is. I don't know. I don't drink vodka. Although I did send a friend of mine. Yeah, it's eighty proof. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think whiskey, generally speaking, you're like ninety to one hundred proof. Sometimes you'll find like one hundred five. You know, in that, in that, you might find a little fire water uh, in that. Um, what's the big one? I don't even. I don't even know anymore. Like you have to be a kid to to know if there's anything. Smirnoff. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, by that time you're not even drinking, you know, the alcohol from the standpoint of what it tastes like or how it mixes into it. Like you're doing literally shots to mess yourself up. You know, and, you know I think schnapps. I don't, I don't think schnapps. I think schnapps is just accelerated. The accelerator is the the sugar and all. But anyway, um, um, long story short. We have to hold our public um, citizens accountable. You know, Georgine Lewis, she has to be held accountable. Monica Youngblood had to be held accountable. Uh, what's the guy up north? He held, had to be held accountable. Martinez. Yeah. yeah, Martinez. You have to hold these people accountable because then, uh, th- then again, how do you hold the rest of society accountable? And then we haven't even factored in cannabis at this point and how it impairs. Why aren't there more studies? If our legislators, our legislature, excuse me, actually cared about its citizens, then they would be trying to figure out ways to drill down to how do we know what is a bad dose or too much or what is a legal. We don't even know what the legal limit is. It's almost non-prosecutable. Is that, is that I think, fair yeah. Even as a, as a as an opponent of the war on drugs, Eddie, I don't think we we've done enough work on defining what is and is not impairment. Uh, it's a serious issue that I think has been overlooked too much. Yeah, and then let's take a step back from all this, and let's just let let's just remove any sort of inebriation, uh, whether that's cannabinoid or um, you know alcohol or anything else for that matter. Okay, let's just remove that entirely at this point, and let's just say, what is a road? Well, a road is sort of like this open area that's neither run by the city or the state. A city cop might pull you over. A state cop might pull you over. A county cop might pull you over. Any one of the three might pull you over. It's really like the great uh, wide open. It's not like regulated by one entity uh, in and of itself, right? All they can say is I I pulled you over within this limit 
um, in my county, city, or state. And they can say, well, we go win. And then they got to take you to court to prove essentially what's happened. And many of those things aren't even prosecutable for a, for a long time because, you know, you see people here in the city of Albuquerque uh, in the state, you know, five, six, seven, I think we've had as many as, I don't know, 14, 15, 16 different DUIs. Like, how the hell does that happen? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. someone knows a very good DUI lawyer. So I think what you just need to do is like the case of Arizona or the case in Texas, or like, if you get the first one, this is what you pay in Nevada. You are pulled over. You get this, you will do this, this, and this, and this is a mandatory fine. If we had baseline mandatories where you didn't yes. even think about it and you knew what it costs, then somebody could actually do the cost benefit analysis. You have a lot of these lawyers who take this stuff on pro bono. If I get you off, you give me five grand. If I, if I don't get you off, you only give me 2,500. You probably have a lot of DUI lawyers who are probably doing stuff like that. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been pulled over for a uh, DUI here in the city of Albuquerque. But what I can tell you is that there are no baseline limits one way or the other. And there needs to be. Because if there were, and if you had those signs, like they in Vegas, you remember, uh, Dowd in Vegas, you have these things, you know, like uh, first offense, second offense, third offense, and it yep, literally yep, yep. tells you what. Yep, the you electronic do. sign. <laughs> like the sign is standing in front of you at the at the bar, and the bartender's like, "Well, I'll serve you one more. You got a cab because everyone's taking a cab, right? And if not, you're driving, you're taking a risk. And there's police that are out everywhere. At that particular point, you'd be like, "Okay, I'm not going to go ahead and take the risk and, and do that." So there needs to be mandatory penalties. We haven't made that, and. Can you imagine where mandatory penalties, would they work any better than they would in the state of New Mexico, a city in a state that's incredibly uh, poor like Albuquerque, New Mexico? It would work. People would not drive drunk and they would take, you know, the 10, 15, 20, 30, $50, whatever it took for them to get home uh, by way of it. 550, 50, Well, here's a crazy idea, Eddie. Let's adopt the Eddie Aragon reforms and then track and see if the success, if it's a success or failure. Um, you know, uh, it couldn't hurt to try it, folks. Let's give it a try. Yeah, I know what it would work because uh, I know that, uh, I mean, they throw these in, in Las Vegas, Nevada. They throw these, uh, anybody who gets pulled over for DUI and you blow over the limit, they throw them in these giant rooms and they force you for three weeks to watch these films. And if you want to go ahead and keep it on your record, it's 5000 If you want to go ahead and get rid of it on your record, it's 15000 And you have to go ahead and go through the uh, process. And they say, will you do this again? And you're like, uh, no way. They'll tell you all the things that you can buy for $15,000 and all the things that you can buy for $5,000. And then you'll never think about doing it again. Then you start scared to realize. Scared straight. Scared oh, straight. Why are all these people taking a cab home? Why are all these people, like, why is there always these long, like, if you go to Vegas, why are these long lines for cabs? There's cabs that people wait for an entire hour. They don't care. They only have to go, like, you know, three, four, five miles. But, like, well, I'm, I'm going to do that instead of. Well, there's a reason why is because the penalties are extremely high and Vegas, Paradise, Henderson, you know, Summerlin, they all benefit uh, by people who jump in the cars. 550, 50, 500, it's 550, 50, 500. Anything else on that doubt? I just think that we've got to do something to, you know, if you've got kids that are getting taken out in a bus, I guarantee at some point that that guy that's driving in that car has done something at some point um, in his past that didn't prevent him from doing it again doing it yeah, again I, I just you know just my belief eddie I, I, like i always say it's different in a safe environment where you know uh, in a leafy suburb <laughs> where everybody commute telecommutes to work and everybody knows their neighbors we don't live in that world in albuquerque and it's why if you're a libertarian and you don't like me making concessions whether it's traffic cameras or stiffer penalties 
it's awfully easy to say if you live in a nice little safe uh, suburb somewhere or out in rural America, on the mean streets of Albuquerque, maybe the standards need to be different. Yeah, if you're a trucker, I believe that uh, if you want to blow the legal limit, according to Eric here, it's 0.04. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's like half okay. as much because, well, you do it as a profession. You know sure, better sure. than to get behind the, the wheel. Follow you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Good evening, gentlemen. Oh, hey, Dictionary the Dave. How are you? I remember, the over trade I remember from the safety briefs on Fridays was, uh, if you want to drink, don't drive. If you want to drive, don't drink. There you go. All right. You can uh, do it both ways. What what you got uh, here this afternoon, uh, Dave? I was actually mulling over the idea of uh, what you were talking about, Ukraine and all that, in your response, asking our response. And one of the things I was thinking of is, okay, turn off the damn TV. You don't need to hear all the hype. It ain't happening here. If you haven't been paying attention... You didn't see this buildup happening from a couple of miles or decades away. The Russians have been wanting, Putin that is, to reconstitute the former Soviet Union because the history of Russia is it always had vassal states around it to protect it from the other powers of the Western world and the Eastern world so that they had defensible real estate. Uh, you know, the DUI thing, it's dangerous enough to drive in Albuquerque sober. If you're doing it impaired, you're just looking for trouble. Yeah. We were driving through there yesterday, 25 south. I'm doing the speed limit in an antique truck. And people are blowing by me 20, 30 miles faster than I'm going. And I know... I'm looking up way ahead. There's taillights. There's brake lights over there at the 40 interchange. I'm like, okay, let me slow down. And I kept a good distance between me and the people in front of me. And even the semis were passing me. And it's like, seriously, people? You're going to burn up your brakes because you want to be one car ahead of me? Three miles later, I'm passing them as they're sitting there, uh, you know, Dave, you strike me as the you, Dave. You strike me as the guy that drives slow in the fast lane. However, so uh, you do pay a lot of attention. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the other side of this just because uh, you know I just enjoy giving it to you. And uh, part of the problem is is you on the road are just as dangerous as a number of people who are watching and monitoring other people on the road. Like, what's wrong with just driving the speed limit and then you know just not monitoring the people who are around you. One of the things I think that we do in New Mexico, because we're so bored and we have all the time in the world, is there's a lot of people who drive uh, slow in the fast lane and they are literally trying to govern other people's speed. And I think that that's equally as annoying and equally as dangerous. Dave, what do you think about that? Well, I'm never in the fast lane because I'm never driving fast enough to be there. Okay, there you go. Usually once I get past everybody trying to make, stop and make a right in front of me in the right lane, I'll take the middle lane, mm -hmm. I'll cruise at speed limit or a little below, mm -hmm. and when everything opens up, I'll get over to the right lane because I know my off-ramp is coming up. So I, I just find yeah. it interesting that your explanation uh, required uh, an explanation about how you knew somebody that was later on three miles down the road that you were passing. And I see way too many of your types on the road oftentimes 
who are trying to govern how other people are driving. And I think that is equally as dangerous because the, the people don't have enough to do with their day or their business, et cetera. And so they're driving and all of a sudden they're like, oh, look, look, I passed you. I'm like, I don't even know who was passing me. I don't know who was in the this, this thing next to me. I don't look left. I don't look right. I know that there was a, someone that might've had a mask at a stoplight uh, and that might've been it. But I've got books on my, I've got Audible in one ear. I've got, uh, you know, music and, and Rock of Talk in the other year, the station that's going like, you know, whatever happened to just people just sort of minding their own business. So I see your point. I think it's well taken. I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying that, you know, it, the roads are not a place where we should have to worry about anybody else. It should be a place that's not social. You know, the only communication that you can make on any road is honking. You don't need to tailgate anybody. Uh, I learned that from other familial experiences where I'm like, oh my gosh, and I won't say the person, but it, it literally scares the living you-know-what out of me when I see someone uh, tailgating somebody else and they're literally trying to move them. If I'm in the fast lane and I'm going 80 and that's not fast enough for you, there is no way I'm going to move to my right so you can pass me at 85, 90. I think you're an idiot, yeah. you know, if you try to do something along those lines. So anyway, well, I just I think, think that is, there just needs to be a lot more uh, consideration and, you know, uh, letting people, um, you know, go in, go ahead of you, being considerate, stopping on the road. We just don't see enough of that. And can you imagine how many people's lives that we'd save every, I, I dare I say hundreds every year on the, uh, the uh, New Mexico uh, roadways and highways down. Uh, I, I completely My agree, Eddie, and I, I do think that go into the safest lane possible, so that if somebody wants to speed around me, right lane, left lane, okay, fine, go ahead. And uh, last thing I want to do is impede traffic. I don't want to uh, try to govern because that ain't my job. I'm trying to get to my location and let everybody go by me. And when things open up and there's nobody trying to get off in front of me, it was like doing 47 in Boston Farms. There's people that will cut in front of me, stomp on their brakes, make a right turn. Last thing I want to do, because my truck is on dip drum brakes, last thing I need to do is push their trunk right up around their neck. So I will end up being in the lane. Okay, I'm going a good distance. I'm doing the speed limit. Okay, fine. You want to be the uh, cop magnet? Go right ahead. That's on you. Mm. Okay. I've seen that a few times, especially on his letter. People want to go 60 in a 45 zone. It's like, you're on the reservation. They're watching. Do the speed limit. And when I need to, I get off to the right lane, and I go where I'm going, and I'll stay in the right lane on 25 North as long as I can until that real Bravo backs a whole lot of cars into the right lane. Sure. It goes from Dave, it's a very detailed. You're, you're, you're sort of making my point. Your, your dog is uh, also in a full-throated agreement with me, but Dave is, uh, thanks for the call. Your, your dog is so loud. Uh, Dowd, I'm going to make a point. Unfortunately, I can't keep Dave on the line to make the point directly to him, but he's paying so much attention to other people and how they're driving. Yes. Is he not making the exact point that I'm making where he is absolutely governing and paying attention and he is part of the problem in as much. I, and the other thing too, is I can tell you if you're a, a fast driver and you're like a nutty driver, you're not listening to talk radio. So you're not, you're not my listener. Like if you're, if you're tailgating, pushing people, like you're not paying attention to what's on the radio in the first place. So 
you know, you, you're not any of the, the people that I'm paying attention to uh, at all. So, but Dave is definitely making my point that there is a, such a thing as being a bad driver by, I think, trying to manage other people who are totally and completely unmanageable. Uh, you put your finger right on it, Eddie. My, my, probably my biggest pet peeve, and because I live alone, far from relatives, I'm really not in the habit of driving with other people. I, I drive myself everywhere, and when I'm not driving, I'm walking with dogs. What, what just absolutely drives me crazy is the excessive attention paid to the other drivers. Obviously, what's immediately in front of you is of paramount importance when you're driving. Primarily, yes. Uh, Look, of course. You're driving forward. And as you drive forward, your head shouldn't be cocked into your rearview mirror. The yep. guy that always literally starts adjusting his rearview mirror as I'm coming up on him, you're the problem. Uh, you know what I do with that? I literally back off of that. I'm yep. like, this guy wants to make me his problem. I'm like, I want to have nothing to do. Create as much distance from that guy as possible. Either he wants to make an example, he wants to teach you, or he wants to go ahead and uh, get you insured uh, at a higher rate by getting you to run into him. Uh, I'm all for doing your quick head checks. If you're going to merge lanes, there's reasons to look beyond what's immediately in front of you. But I have driven, I'm not a young man. I've driven with people who have this excessive fascination with everything that's going on the road, right, right left behind you. Uh, someone, uh, uh, someone I'm closely related to, but I've also, I'm thinking of some other examples too. When you've got the 110 street racer guy go by you with thousand miles an hour, um, and you sort of jump up and you slam on the brakes. By the time you reacted, that driver was half a mile ahead of you, okay? Right. You, you need to be cool and comfortable and focus primarily on what's immediately in front of you. And uh, boy, I, you know, it's kind of a minor miracle. Uh, we don't have, I think we have 40,000 deaths on the highways and roads in America a year. It's, it's a miracle we don't have 400,000. But in the Northeast where I come from, and this is why what drives me crazy about New Mexico is people seem to be really out to lunch in New Mexico when they're driving, oh, you know, sure. they're too yeah. slow. They nowhere don't use their go. signal. Yeah. Nowhere to go. Nothing to do really focused on other people. Somehow have an opinion on other people the entire day. I'm like, mind your business. It's, it's just maybe part of the culture out here. Listen, yeah. I will, I will cop to Northeast drivers being very aggressive drivers and we don't pay attention to the speed limit, but we're also, competent drivers you know we're yeah. in, in we're in command we're in control uh i mean part, i think part of the reason is we we drive in such congested areas in the northeast you always have to be you know really uh if you if you can't handle stress you can't be on the roads in the northeast in new mexico i think just so many people are just checked out yeah i go above the speed limit and i'm, I'm a little on the aggressive side but i'm competent uh and i'm not checked out and and i know what's going on and i know what i'm capable of and i know what the real threats to me out there are not i'm not trying to notice everything that's going on so um i'm uh you know i'm, I'm kind of content to drive down alameda every morning to go see my dogs and then drive back uh, i'm kind of yeah. glad i don't have a big giant commute all over Albuquerque every day. <laughs> Let me uh, make some recommendations for our listeners out there. The best way to do it, um, Waze is an app that leverages technology. Use it. It'll tell you the optimum time to leave. Hey, I need to leave early. Plan ahead. Hey, I'm going to wait to go ahead and leave. I'm going to leave later. <clears throat> when we had the uh, big uh, winter snowstorm, we were telling you, yeah, you need to, you need to leave by like 2, 2.30. Those of you who you idiots who waited until 435, you you may have slept in your car uh, or you had a miserable night. Use the Waze and Waze will allow you to plug in two things into your head. Okay. It'll allow you to play Audible 
or the iTunes while you're doing turn-to-turn navigation, then you don't have to worry. Like, okay, well, it's going to take, I know it's going to take me 26 minutes. And then you stop and you look at your watch and you say, okay, 26 minutes. And then you text your loved one, your kids, your, your whatever. And you let them know, Hey, it's going to be 26 minutes. We're living in uh, 2022 and it's okay if I'm late, if I'm early, whatever. So I can go ahead and communicate that to you. So I'm not in a hurry to endanger my life because there's idiots out on the road. And then you do turn by turn all the way through. And then, and then the, the woman, you can get all sorts of different accents. I like the one with the Aussie accent, uh, accent for whatever reason. I always go with that. And then she gives me turn by turn. And it's like 26 minutes. And so the other day, I'm driving to my new home. Should I break it right here? So I'm just No, no, not March. It's not March yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> so I'm driving to my new home, right? And I'm like, okay, well, how long does it take to get here? And I time in. I type it in. I said, okay, well, I expect it to take x amount of minutes well it took x amount of minutes minus y and i'm driving and i'm like oh wow i literally went the speed limit it told me i was going to get there in x amount of minutes but i got there in x minus y say four minutes i'm like i could do this this works all day and it helped me make a decision as to whether or not to stay here in our environment environs uh, here in the kiva and it was really literally that easy folks so now, eddie the, the ways app i've heard so many people talk about it they actually generate real-time data from the users. Is that why it's so powerful? Yeah, so it's um, the information that's used off of your GPS. This is where you have, <coughs> excuse me, where you have uh, sort of the community uh, uh, help. There's probably a word for that. I just can't come up with it. The same technology that's used in that is used in Apple apps, is used in um, Waze. Waze actually perfected it initially um, by getting people to be more interactive. So that people would punch up a button and say, well, there is a cop, there is a detour, there is a, you know, traffic jam, there is a, an accident, and then they plug it in. Apple doesn't let you to be, uh, let you be that um, interactive. They sort of just sort of manage and do it for you. So the good thing about, uh, <coughs> excuse me, the, the good thing about Waze is I've been to their campus on Google and I met with the people that who were there, wow. and the whole thing uh, about it is it's a, basically just you know a community input, and then people are giving real time feedback, and then it helps everybody else that's out there. So then if something dissipates within two to three minutes, then you're like, oh, I was updated two to three minutes, so I stayed on that 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 trajectory, that path, that you know my my destination without having to reroute uh, anything that I was doing. So it's really good. It's very advanced, and I think people should use it. Get some earbuds for a hundred bucks and then plug in the Waze app, plug it in, and then you can make your phone calls and she'll still talk to you in your ear while you're navigating. <laughs> the Australian lady. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you I think really... the word you were looking for, Eddie, is crowdsourced. Crowdsourced. There you go. Uh, thank you. I knew I knew somebody knew it. And of course, <laughs> it was the Dow 3000. Hour three uh, for you and me and uh, D Down Muska right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 FM. Rockoftalk.com. You know, when people are busy and they have to, you know, pursue money and pursue their life and pursue all these things, they have a tendency, uh, folks, to uh, not pay attention to other people on the road or wherever they're going. They just go from point A to point B and they focus on that. Back after the top of the hour. Thanks for listening.
is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Radio News with Tim Berg. 137 Ukrainian soldiers have died in the conflict with Russia. That's according to Ukraine's president. Ukraine's Minister of Healthcare reporting earlier that 60 people had died and about 170 were injured, with those numbers including medical workers. This as President Biden announced more sanctions against Russia. And as far as the message these sanctions are supposed to send, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken tells NBC News. Uh, ultimately, uh, the aggression needs to stop uh, and President Putin needs to needs to pull back. But this is likely to take uh, a long time. There's an immediate impact of these sanctions and the other measures that we've taken. Nine oil rig workers in southeast Texas are safe after a fire broke out and they had to be rescued by the Coast Guard. USA Radio News. Billy Gerard, we're here with Nancy B., who's a longtime user of Revive One. Nancy, tell me, how has Revive One changed your life? Well, my husband has a lot of pain in his back, and believe me, we've tried a million things. They have so many things on the counter. I've had prescriptions. I've had all kinds of things. But this really, really does relieve the pain on his shoulder and his back. And now I've got a little bursitis in my hip, and I've been using that too. And I'm so pleased. I tell people to please try this product because it really, really works. Not available in stores or on Amazon. Get yours factory direct at painfreeland.com. That's painfreeland.com. Use coupon code SAVE20 for 20% off and free shipping. Pain relief or your money back at painfreeland.com or call 877-577-2289. Not available in stores or on Amazon. Painfreeland.com. Coupon code SAVE20. The active ingredient in Revive One has been shown to temporarily relieve pain associated with arthritis, muscle strains, sprains, and more. Use only as directed. The weekly jobless claims continue to fall. Americans are getting back to work. The Department of Labor is reporting fewer Americans are collecting unemployment benefits than at any time since 1970. It was also the third consecutive week of reported declines in jobless claims that dipped to 232,000 Americans for the week ending February 19th. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis spoke on Thursday at the 2022 Conservative Political Action Conference. The Republican governor boasting about his state's response to the coronavirus pandemic. We protected people's rights. We protected people's jobs. We protected small businesses. And we made sure that every kid in the state of Florida had an opportunity to go to school in person five days a week. The Republican governor also criticizing President Biden during his speech. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wade Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best, raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. A vaccine maker is releasing its profits from the vaccine. 
Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine brought in nearly $7 billion in the final quarter of 2021, and the drug maker says it signed purchase agreements for another $19 billion in sales this year. The vaccine maker's COVID-19 shots, which are now available in more than 70 countries, totaled $17.7 billion in sales last year, the first full year on the market. Taking advantage of coronavirus, Moderna earned $12.2 billion compared to a net loss of $7 $747 million the year previous. On top of those numbers for 2022, analysts forecast a $21.5 billion profit for Moderna. From the USA Radio Washington Bureau, I'm John Hunt. The price of crude oil continues to rise because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, meaning higher gas prices across the country. Meredith Mitz with Iowa, Minnesota AAA says the impact could be seen in the next few days or in a couple weeks depending on the situation in Ukraine. When you see a crude oil price go up about 5 or 6%, that usually translates to roughly 10 to 15 cents of an increase at the pump. The national average for a gallon of gasoline already at $3.54 a gallon. More news online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Burr. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We're privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And what, and what about, about the, the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Straight Line Painting, a family-owned business providing their services for over 10 years. Now, whether you need a home or business painted, garage epoxy floor, or even a complete restucco, Straight Line Painting are the experts. Owners Efren and Josh are always available and oversee every project from estimate to final walkthrough. Call 505-659-0973 for a free estimate and visit straightlinepaintingabq.com to see their great reviews. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, -face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. 
and you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS 188-348. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Erg on the Rock of Talk. am 600 FM rockoftalk.com here on this Thursday, February 24th. I'm embarking upon 612 here. I think you had to take care of a few of our commercials and our advertisers to take care of you. Best way to support this radio station is support those advertisers that support your listening listening uh, right here in the Kiva on AM 1600. And, uh, no longer KRSN uh, as of Tuesday. Looking forward to that brand new board. The transmitters 
uh, going to be coming in and uh, looking forward to uh, bluer skies ahead as we embark upon spring and uh, many more things uh, happening here in the Kiva. D-Dad Muska uh, worked out the uh, technical snafus uh, that were there. A couple of phone calls I want to jump in for hour three to kick it off for you and me. And uh, caller makes three. Caller, are you there? Go ahead. Is it me? That is you. I believe it is you. Go ahead, sir. Okay. First, on the music, great, great choice. Great choice. But get some of the old rock and roll bands playing classical music. Just a toll. All of them. Next thing, <laughs> driving. Does anybody see, I mean, anybody see, keep right except to pass? That's a very important thing. Basic. Stay it's a right. fun, fundamentals, like dribbling, right? In basketball, you yeah. know, passing, chess pass, dribble, you know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm with you. Keep right. Keep right. Stay right. Cow traps. Good thing for these racers. Oh, yeah. yeah I those like are. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cow guards. Cow yeah. yeah, if they're doing that on your street, toss them out there. Oh, fix your tire. Yeah, they got those. Uh, they got those uh, low-profile rims. If they try to blow through those at, I don't know, twenty-five, thirty miles an hour, they're toast. Toast. Cow traps. Yeah, I'm with you. And um, back to music. All Classical right. music played by rock and rollers. It's a blast. All right. Good night, man. Yeah, you have you have a good night. That's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> I listened to uh, Rush very early on this morning. Um, you you like Rush, Dowd? Yeah, yeah. You're a Rush guy, right? Crazy Canadians, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, I don't know. This is, uh, I got to tell you, I've been thinking of like some different things for us lately. You know, kind of, uh, you know, and I'm like, I can't get away from this, Dowd. I, I've just been, for some reason, I don't know if it's, uh, well, I don't know what it is about Rush, but lately, the, the greatest uh, drummer of all time, we played a little bit of him yesterday, but this is, this is, listen to this. Right? Listen to the drumming and then the keyboarding and the guitar on this. It really is that good. It's that masterful. A little prog, prog rock is where it's at, folks. Listen.
Spirit of Radio, great song by Rush, and I mean the the music is just so good. It's it it really is that good, and um, I mean you, you sit there and you listen to it, it's like yeah, it's almost put together as well as classical music, and then you see you know all the composition, the lyrics, yeah, just, just bristle with the energy, and I don't know. It's, it's uh, I'm I'm thinking about changing things up. I re- I really like that song, Dowd. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I was also thinking of, because uh, I haven't heard it in so long, it doesn't get a lot of airplay because I think it's 20 minutes long. The uh, Was it 2112 uh, from that, I think, is it the album of the same name? Uh, it's a 20-minute track, so uh, okay. radio stations tend to not play it very often. Oh, we're going to have to uh, check <laughs> into that. 550-5500. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. I was... Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, you're on radio. Go ahead. You are live at 617. Go ahead. All right. Well, uh, if you're taking make a, a musical request, I say "Wonderful Broken Thing" roam around. Wow! I didn't. Uh, Dow, did you catch that? Not all of it. Uh, slow, slow down. Broken. Say it slower, sir. Okay. Thing roam around. I think you'll dig it. The romp around. And round. <laughs> I'm like hearing every third syllable. Uh, one more time. Uh, just say it slowly and then steadily. You have a bad connection. Go ahead. The band. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear the band. Yeah, go ahead. Wonderful broken thing. Wonderful broken thing. Okay, wonderful broken thing by the band. Okay, got it. R- roam around. The, the song is Roam Around. The band is Wonderful Broken Thing, I believe, Eddie. Yes, perfect out. Thank okay, you, sir. Good. Sorry, I'm a, I'm a little hard of hearing. Helps to have Google in front of you. <laughs> not, I don't take the credit. It's awesome. I think okay. that will be All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll try it right now since we're going to go ahead and uh, and do that. Uh, there it is. We'll see if we can uh, bring that in. Uh, thanks for the request. We'll, we'll, we'll listen. Right? That people are looking. We for, play all the hits. You know, this is what this is the song. A little rockabilly. Little country, the rock. Well, people turn off your television. People turn off the television. People gotta start making decisions. People gotta start making decisions. People put down your magazine. People put down your magazine. People been 
it, do I hear a little violent femmes in this? You oh, hear yes. Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a violent femmy, right? I think yep. uh, definitely for sure. And this is like uh, in Rockabilly. I like the the uh, the Palm Springs uh, windmills that are on the front of the wonderful broken thing. Let's continue. Living your life to play. People been living your life to play. Roam around, roam around. I don't know. I see like a early '80s uh, television show in in that. Uh, but at the same time, the Violent Femmes, uh, one of those television shows that had like an eight episode run that was so good you wish to continue, but it wasn't able to continue because the uh, uh, I don't know amazing producer put it all together, but somehow ran into some sort of tragic end in one way or the other. I don't know either through alcohol, drugs, or a bad girlfriend or just you know suicided himself i don't know right you, you feel that yeah also getting like a little bit maybe like 10 percent. they might be giants 10 percent primus in there a little little flavor you know <laughs> yeah there we go <laughs> that too. so uh good stuff um all right 550 50 i guess we're doing some music there on uh who knew you uh music could do on am radio doubt uh, <laughs> i saw rush at tingley in 1980 they were bad bro there we go Drunken wreckage doesn't go away. It could take a lifetime. Yeah, it never goes away. Hi, someone just told me they heard on your station something about the truckers coming to Albuquerque. Yes, they're coming to Albuquerque. Kind of late. The Canadians beat the Americans uh, at that. And does it really matter anymore? Honestly. They don't bring me flowers. <laughs> Throwing armfuls of papers into these fires. There we go. I don't know what that is. Yeah, just that, you know, I mean, the American truckers used to be first, doubt. Hell now yeah. they're clearly second. I don't know. Sort of following the Canadian truckers and all this. I don't. I don't feel it. You know, we got to be first. You no. Know? Has has the moment passed? Has the magic been lost? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. The truck. They're going to take advantage, uh, make a little bit of money, and um, I mean, truckers make a lot of money. Let's uh, let's not mistake anybody who's delivering Amazon packages to your doorstep. They're getting paid to the hilt, folks. These guys are making eight, ten grand a, a week, seven, eight days. They're just like they're they're taking it home. So how about a convoy of uh, uh, let's see, old people and uh, the agriculture industry mm-hmm. okay. uh, and the military industrial complex going to Washington and apologizing for running up a debt of thirty trillion dollars? That's yeah. a convoy I'd like to see. I like to see <laughs> yeah. a better one. Who was with Bill Richardson when they killed somebody in Santa Fe? State police. State police. Five O, Popo, Popo, Five O was there, with uh, with Dick Ritchie, you know that's what I always called Bill Richardson, right? Dick Ritchie, just because for a true romance, it's so funny. Dick Ritchie, <laughs> I'm on T.J. Hooker, the the sequel. How about Long on the Nice Tea? That was a drink that had four or five shots of booze in it. One of them, you were gone. Yeah, that yeah, that's about as far as you can get. 180 proof, Everclear. Oh yeah, Everclear. Yeah, no thanks. Why, why would anybody drink that? Uh, truckers have a saying, five, you're fine, ten, you're mine. Hold true with regard to cops and speeding. Interesting. Five, you're mine, ten, you're what? Five, mm-hmm. you're fine, ten, you're mine. Okay. Glad you got your laptop restarted there, uh, D-Dod Muska. What should we do with the mask? Why, oh, you know what I did several times? Oh, oh I, I, I can I can think of some places <clears throat> I'd like to put those masks, but this is a family show. 
Yeah, so I, I literally, if I get a mask, I get it from someone. I just, I, I told you, I walk out of the parking lot, I'll leave it there. Someone can clean it up. And then I just toss it. If I, if it happens to be in my car, I'll just toss it out the window. So that's it. Um, yes, let's see. From one of our, let's see, which I thought was really important. I said, uh, practice, final practice tomorrow, D-Dad Muska. Practice tomorrow, uh, knockout, shoot around, and pizza. Saturday is the final game. We're 7-2 on the year. We'll be getting together in March to keep it going for summer and into the fall. Please, no masks. We want to see your face. Is that offensive? <laughs> I tell the Not kids to the same. Parents, they want to see, I don't want to see their, you know, I don't want to see the mask. Is that, I felt like one of the parents got very offended about that. Ooh, yeah, Everybody's and, offended today. You know, Daddy had a great text to me uh, yesterday talking about Virgin Galactic. I'd like to revisit that just given the impending doom of the, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, one of the great things about uh, wars is it has a tendency to sort of sober everybody up and get people to focus on what the priorities are going to be. So, you know, people are buying gold and things that actually have value as opposed to, you know, I mean, there's all sorts of like little accoutrements of various industries. Uh, one uh, being flying, Virgin Galactic, uh, uh, tanking, uh, probably even a little bit more today, despite the market being slightly up after a, a tumultuous futures overnight, uh, D-Dowd Muska. Uh, what's going on with uh, Virgin Galactic? Yeah, they did announce uh, earlier this week uh, their fourth quarter uh, and full year financial results. Now, uh, we're used to most of the time, the last decade and a half that we've had to deal with this uh what do you want to say, business partner of, of, of New Mexico? Whether you want to be a business partner uh, for them, with them or not, you you are a business partner, given that we handed them a $200 million facility for all intents and purposes. Yeah, they uh, they announced their uh, their results. Uh, they You are required by the federal government if you're a publicly traded uh, company. Uh, cash position remains strong. They have $931 million on hand. Hey, almost a billion dollars, almost a billion dollars uh they had a net loss of 81 million dollars compared to a 104 million dollar net loss in the fourth quarter of 2020 of course the uh, revenue generation remains basically nothing because they're not flying paying passengers out of spaceport america uh down in sierra county our our beloved sierra county that deserves better than what it's got uh with, with spaceport america uh they are still claiming they're on schedule on schedule for beginning commercial service later this year, quarter four of 2022. Never forget, the initial projection for commercial service was late 2008. So even if they pull off regular commercial service, I think it's going to be about 14 years late. And what's really interesting, Eddie, is the space press, uh, the space business press. And it really is a thing now that so many companies are branching out. We're not talking about these giant contractors that are controlled by NASA and the Department of Defense anymore. Interesting, uh, uh, real revenue generating commercial paying customers, whether it's telecommunications or remote sensing, or yes, even even travel and tourism. Uh, well, let me, let me give you the bad news for, for New Mexico first. Today, Sierra Space, a company based up in Colorado, announced that they will be hiring 1,000 new employees, 1,000 new employees, I believe, mostly in Colorado, but also in North Carolina and Alabama. No jobs planned for New Mexico. Zero jobs planned for New Mexico. Uh, meanwhile, Virgin Galactic is promising uh, a commercial service is going to be underway here. Uh, they, they made they said that we are on schedule. Uh, when Virgin Galactic makes a promise that they are on schedule, 
yeah, it's it's not going to be good. What some of the people in the business press have done on their Twitter accounts, and I, I follow the Twitter accounts of people who work for CNBC and uh, what's it, Market Watch, the the, the CBS uh, uh, publication, and there's a great trade trade journal called Space News, which used to be very expensive and used to only be able to get the paper copy, but uh, you can get it online for free now. And I encourage people. I, I send out a lot of links to Space News if it relates to something uh, connected to New Mexico, particularly regarding the frequent failures of, of Virgin Galactic. These guys Eddie, have been basically spinning out the revenue scenarios on how much passenger traffic Virgin Galactic would have to have, how many flights per week, per day they would have to have in order to meet their projections based on their perspectives, their investor prospectus that they released when they went public uh, in 2019. And it you mean is, what they've committed to, right? Publicly. Yeah, yeah well, record. basically, yeah, yes. And, and, and this, you know, it's good that you mentioned that, Eddie, because there are potential civil court ramifications of this people who invested in the company based on regulated statements that were issued by the company at the time of going public and subsequently you have to again you have to update your your financials every four every four quarters every quarter throughout the year four times a year and then if any kind of significant changes happen if the principals you know the founders the big the boards of people on the board if they sell off uh, which Chamath Palapatia just left his job on the board of directors. He's no longer uh, officially oh, associated when? with them. That was, I think, er early last week. He's 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 taken a walk. Um, but what the uh, uh, like Michael Sheets and Jeff Faust, these guys who are real journalists, unlike the, you know Kevin Robinson Avila, uh, they've basically been saying in order to make the kind of money that uh, they were projecting to make, they're going to have to fly X amount of flights in the first quarter of 2023 and that kind of stuff. Right. And some of these projections, Eddie, you know, they're going to have to fly three times a week. You know, they, they fly every six months. How are they going to get, how are they going to ratchet they're up? Not even their... every six months. The last flight was July 9th and that <laughs> wasn't even, uh, that's right. you know, I mean, at this particular point, they've had zero revenue generating flights. It, it, they've had You're tiny... now going in from 2008 all the way to 2022. So we're, we're embarking upon year 15 without a revenue yes, generating yes. flight. They, they have had zero commercial revenue. The only revenue they've gotten is from NASA contracts to fly these little experiments for 10 minutes of suborbital space, which, I mean, just frankly, waste your tax dollars, ladies and gentlemen. NASA has been, for years, they've been doling out little grants to uh, the suborbital space launch companies, most of which go out of business. Uh, Virgin Galactic isn't quite there yet. But when you look at the projections on how, they, how often they would have to fly in order to, to generate the kind of revenue they were projecting, back in 2019 it just isn't going to happen they, they just have never demonstrated that kind of quick turnaround time and the other element here and this wasn't true 15 years ago blue origin is just ratcheting things up i mean they are going to be flying more regularly they certainly flew more often than virgin galactic did last year they put michael strahan in space they put captain kirk in space they put jeff bezos into space so Again, it's more of this happy talk. Uh, Eddie, they have rebranded themselves, Virgin Galactic. Their color tone and their graphics are now purple. That was the Ooh. big news from last okay. week. Okay. Yeah. Wow. What, what's, yeah. The, what's, the, uh, what's the symbolism behind the color purple? Uh, well, <laughs> decide for yourself. So they had to release their, their end of year and, and fourth quarter statements. They did. They, they, you know, it got a temporary bump. I wrote about this on Doc Dot Chat last week, but uh, they're still down around. Let me see what the price was today. I think they're down around nine dollars, seven and a half bucks less than when I made my my single share purchase. I've lost Richard Branson has cost me seven and a half dollars. I, I just don't see them again. You, you've got if you're a local reporter in New Mexico, you're a politician in New Mexico, you're going to buy the hype. You're going to believe all this nonsense. Those of us who read these statements and look at 
the, the, the past promises versus what we've seen in the last 15 years versus the competition. Um, we've got more coming up. Uh, uh, I, I wrote about it a couple of weeks ago. You've got Elon Musk is going to be flying people into space, orbital space. You've got Axiom Space, a company based in not New Mexico, in Houston, Texas. They're building their own private space station. It's almost like orbital space, at least it's a potential threat, Eddie, where orbital tourism is just going to race right past suborbital tourism. And Virgin Galactic is going to be left looking looking for customers. So are we uh, the again, only? Are we the only uh, of of these three? Blue Origin, uh, I, I don't know, Project whatever X, SpaceX, and mm -hmm. and Virgin Galactic. Are we the only entity not to launch a black person? That is a very very good question. I think we, if I think maybe we can get another year or two if we launch a black dude or black well, black chick. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I think Project more, more. X launched a black chick. I think uh, I think uh, Elon launched a black dude. Uh, yes, so yes. Is that Strahan and then the black chick, right? Yep, but yep. Virgin yep, Galactic yep. has yet to launch anybody who's black. Not very woke uh, of Virgin. Mike you know, Edison, it, it, this, uh, you know, the British are a race. If we got ourselves a black person and launched them out of the New Mexico skies, what do you think? Well, but does it, if we did that, if it if it's outside of Black History Month, does it have as much you know, import, uh, you know, I, it has to be done during Black History Month. So we've yeah. only got four more days. I, I don't think Branson can turn it around. Yeah, he's not going to pull that off. But, uh, but I mean, just to get a black person into space, I think might, might, might say something. Oh, yeah. Maybe able just, to go ahead and get another year or two of funding. Latest for the hype machine. Yeah. Get, get more politicians. Uh, I did, I did mention earlier this week, Eddie, we are appropriating from the severance tax bonding fund another $3.5 million dollars of your oh, money ladies yeah. and gentlemen to spaceport america do you think they would have gotten seven million if we launched a black person uh, yeah, well you know reparations right, huh yeah spaceport reparations that. yeah space uh rocket plane re reparations yeah <laughs> should black people be going into suborbital space ahead of white people given the historical inequality what does it say about new mexico does the land really belong to them if we Decided to launch a black person before we launched a Native American. Oh wow! Like, doesn't what would that sort Red of Nation say about like, that? I don't know. I think Red Nation. I think that's marginalization right there. I think. I think if we start to have this public dialogue, I think this might have some some good. You know, because we'd want to be the first. We love mm -hmm. being the first at something. Remember, oh, July yeah, 9th, yeah. we were the first. We had to. We had to be first. So I think this would be. This would be something. Then we have to jump for joy in this uh, suborbital. You know atmosphere and and claim our success and maybe what we could do is get a hispanic native american and a black person along with richard branson and then make history that'll carry us for five years i, I tell you or, though eddie the hot thing in wokeness lately though is transgenderism i mean i think maybe that trumps everything else i maybe you know? get a transgender black person with a homosexual native american coupled with a uh, gender fluid Hispanic person. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Just like check all the boxes. I think that'll Boy. get us four or five years. What do you think? We have to do some serious recruiting to find all the right categories, but I, I think, think, we, can I think we can do it. We can yeah, find, I think yeah, we, we can, can do it. Yeah. Anybody can do it. It's New Mexico. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We're it having goes, entirely too much fun it, with black It goes as it grows. Them. I'm just trying to look for an out for uh, what's the final PR piece that we're going to finally be able to put together for Branson for funding and for launching and to claim ultimate success. I've got a can candidate for 
uh, heading up this this project to find Ow. the right person. Okay, Ow. and Ow. and people and people are gonna people are gonna recognize this name because this is New Mexico through and through. Yeah, Brian Cranston. Yes. Okay. That could be good. All right. Heisenberg himself, according to, I believe this was Glenn Beck's uh, public, I think it's, oh, no, this is page six from uh, the New York Post. The Tony-winning actor is acknowledging his white privilege, okay? Hmm. He's stepping away. He's chosen to withdraw himself from directing a comedy about the KKK, uh, and he has shifted to doing a play about Holocaust denial. Now, this gets really, really complicated, but uh, I'm going to try to run through this. Uh, The comedy is a 1984 uh, uh, stage piece called The Foreigner by Larry Hsu about an Englishman who spoils a plot by the KKK to convert the Georgian fishing lodge where he's staying into a Klan headquarters. Now, um, back in the day, there'd be no big deal, but in the light of the murder, the murder of St. George of Fentanyl, uh, Heisenberg himself, Brian Cranston, okay, he told the LA Times, quote, it is a privileged viewpoint to be able to look at the KKK and laugh at them and belittle them for their broken and hateful ideology. But the KKK and Charlottesville and white supremacists, that's still happening, and it's not funny. It's not funny to any group that is marginalized by these groups' hatred, and it really taught me something and i realized oh my god if there's one if there's two uh there are 20 blind spots that i have what else am i blind to if we're taking up space with a very palatable play from the 1980s where rich old white people can laugh at white supremacists and say shame on you and have a good night in the theater things need to change most importantly I need to change. Yes, he I does. I need to change. Boy. Uh, there need to be barriers. There need to be guardrails, uh, he said. Uh, if someone wants to say the Holocaust was a hoax, which is against history, to give a person space to amplify that speech is not tolerance. It's abusive. Okay? Uh, Heisenberg has ditched his KKK comedy over Thank to do God. a serious play about the Holocaust. This is the guy to head up Bravo. our project. Bravo. Way to go, Clanston. You really did it this time. Boy, some, finally, somebody said it. Caller, uh, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, I hung out, I hung out with Cranston for weeks at a time. And uh, space, space and Everclear. So, uh, first of all, the Everclear, uh, one, you could use it as rocket fuel. Oh. But uh, that Everclear actually is, uh, no, that's, that's a lie. You can only use it as a stove fuel. I think it when I'm backpacking because it's half the weight of full-blown uh, or, or regular liquor because it doesn't have the water in it. And in fact, uh, Everclear is nothing but cheap vodka without the water. Uh, and hence, cheap vodka is nothing but Everclear with the water. It's the same exact thing. The only difference is the water. I'm all confused. But, um, I, th- I find both equally racist, as would uh, Brian Cranston. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, fact, I, I, just got, I just got done sipping on an Everclear-based drink. As a matter of fact. Oh, well, it's no wonder you sound uh, like you're in a good mood for once. That's good. Don't drive. Yeah, yeah. stay off the roads there, David. Uh, stay away from school buses. Uh, there you go. Caller, you're in the Cuba. Go ahead. Caller, that's you, caller. Yes, hello. Hi, yes. Hello, how are you? I'm doing quite well, sir. I just... I sir, had a quick... sir, nobody... Who calls me sir? God. <laughs> My, my apologies. Eddie. Yeah, don't my come apologies. on, man. You got to spit on my grave here, over here. I mean, is it, I'm just a talk show host. What? What does it matter? 
Well, you're a well, you're, you're you're quite the voice, and I just wanted to uh, throw out a question, kind of based on you know past few days of listening, and okay. I'll, and I'll listen off the air. Okay. Um, but I just wanted to follow up. Am I am I gay? No, the answer is no. Uh, okay. Yeah. All okay. right. Okay. Well, I didn't know you were asking about that. So fine. Yeah, just to clear the air on that one. <laughs> no, I just wanted to kind of get get your take because the past few days you mentioned you know the you know the buildup of everything in Ukraine as a distraction that nothing's going to happen things like that. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. What, what would you What would you say now, or what would you say to someone who? that your commentary was dismissive or uh, just plain wrong. And I'll hang up and listen off the air. Um, I don't think it was wrong. I, I still think that there wasn't anything that's really been made of this. I mean, we've got, if you believe the media and you believe, you know, all the propaganda, I mean, if you find that 137 casualties of Ukrainian soldiers is, you know, the beginning of World War Three. You know, I offer you, you know, uh, random occurrences of stampedes and various other uh, uh, calamities in third world countries, uh, you know, as a, as a bigger sort of uh, precipice to uh, world wars, uh, I- I- if you will. I don't think I'm wrong in any way, shape or form, um, because I continue to believe that it's much to do about nothing, hence the stock market. So you look at the, so I, I really like the fact that he's paying this close attention and people are like keeping score because I love this. Dowd knows that I like it when he scorecards me. Um, but I'm not dismissive or I'm wrong. I will continue to follow through. And there won't be much more than this. Uh, Putin leveraged uh, what was already given to him by the fact that the Americans stating and the rest of the allies stating that he had already invaded when he didn't invade. The aggression was imminent when the aggression wasn't him. And then he said, he advocated, are we to believe Putin? He said, well, I did it on my defense, you know, because we can't. Uh, believe what the Koreans are coming out and saying with regard to uh, it's a um, existential threat to Russia. I mean, we got to look at things on the on the flip side of all that. So um, it depends upon what propaganda uh, you want to believe. But I don't believe that we're on the uh, cusp of World War Three. I don't believe that the futures and the oil and all the rest of the stuff. I believe that uh, you know Russia and China are punching at and above their weight in America uh, could not be punching any further below that it's weight than it is right now. And uh, Putin knows and G knows and uh, that they can do whatever they want. And they know Biden's not going to do a single thing about it. So it is much to do about nothing. Nothing more is going to come of this other than the next, I don't know, five, six days. But if you want to believe the hype, if you want to listen to the crap Fox news and the crap CNN and the crap stuff that's being spewed from all these uh, news agencies, by all means do it. But uh, you're not going to see much more than this. Uh, I think this benefits the oligarchs uh, from the oil standpoint. You know, what, so what? 110, 115. They're going to test your patience on the oil. Nobody gives a crap about the Ukraine. Not even the Ukrainians care about the Ukraine. Half of them are like checking out. So there's not going to be much more than this. Uh, if you own gold, good for you. You're going to, um, you know, uh, pad your pockets for a little bit. And then uh, the rest of you out there are going to get... Uh, you know, your, your feet tested on all this because this is the great distraction of 2022 for Biden. And uh, Putin knows this, so he's going to leverage that and realizes that Biden's going to kowtow to, buy, to, uh, to him. And uh, ne- inevitably, I think what you will see is that Biden will claim victory. Putin knows he has victory. And America will be left in the middle. And we're going to end up having a midterm that will probably be more or less pretty even. And the Republicans will continue to do nothing. So um, am I wrong? 
I don't know. Uh, remains to be seen. So we'll wait for the final verdict on that. Dad will let you come over the top of that. Someone who always holds me accountable. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Eddie, there's no one on earth who needs to defend Eddie Aragon, but I, I, I'd be, I wouldn't be so quick to say that Eddie had a dismissive attitude. I mean, I don't think recommending a calmer, more nuanced take on this in a culture that is has runaway drama queenery in it. We just had two years of drama queenery over a, of, of a germ that very narrowly targeted one section of the population, but we couldn't focus on protecting that part of the population. We had to make it about everybody and, mm, and put right. double mask toddlers. So, I mean, uh, if anything, I think that we need more vo- voices like that. And I started the show gr- agreeing with Eddie on that. Um, in terms of dismissive, I don't use polls to defend my ideological positions or my, my policy analysis, but it's pretty clear multiple polls have shown uh, Americans want a very small role and no yes. ground troops uh, in, in the Ukraine. Uh, I think just in terms of strategic importance, Ukraine is not exactly the Strait of Hormuz or the Strait of Malacca or the Panama Canal or some sort of area of immense strategic global uh, importance. I, I, at the start of the show, I said, I'm very disturbed to watch a video of a, of a great grandfather say, here's where my, my great grandson's son was severed. This hand was severed because the flying glass came in. You, I, you'd have to be a real sicko uh, to take any pleasure in that. But uh, I, I would be uh, dismissive of the caller's characterization of Eddie as being dismissive of what's going on. You can, I would also you, look at uh, graphic uh, video or any audible uh, sort of injections of emotion as being uh, simply anecdotal and not part of a greater picture as an attempt to go ahead and sell you into uh, whatever the Democrats. Remember, Democrats and the left sell you from stories. The right yes. use stats yep. and data. And if you see a right uh, using a left uh, stat and the left using the right, then they're coming from that angle. Uh, people want to emotionally manipulate you. And the best way to do that is like, show you these images. We're looking like Fox News. You you guys are moronic. Oh, look at in the distance. You can see about two miles from now, there's a giant explosion. I'm like, so what? Uh, we, and, you know, I lived through Gulf War. I lived through, you know, a, well, I don't know, 9-11, I guess you can say. No, nobody really lived through anything. I mean, we've seen things that are certainly way more daunting and impactful than what we saw. And you're not going to see a continuance tonight of what you saw yesterday as if it was well this is it finally here like no i just i don't agree with it 550 5500 uh dowd uh top five because you got to run off at 645 i want to let you go very quickly i do very quickly Chat, ladies and gentlemen our top five most clicked of the day Rio Rancho Police, again, taking applications for the Citizens Police Academy. Uh, Interesting thing, 11-week program, one night a week. Uh, I'd like to do this sometime at at some uh, police department and and learn more about law enforcement. Uh, Number two, down in Las Cruces, they had a medical aid and dying event at a city-owned library. I'm a little, you know, that's a controversial subject. Maybe that should be in a private setting. Uh, Number three, the uh, Reason Magazine. The flight attendant union wants passengers to wear their masks you guessed it, forever. Uh, number four, uh, Republicans and Democrats getting together in Congress to look at, hey, we're not going to let Biden cross the line and violate the War Powers Act. If he's going to go crazy and commit us to some sort of war, we're going to stop him because we have the power to do that as uh, legislators. Very, very good. Uh, and number five from the Federalists, the real cause of inflation is, that's right, insane deficit spending. There it is, folks. D-Dowd Moscow, you can find him at rockoftalk.chat. Uh, we'll have the show posted here momentarily. Last call of the day. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, space. I was telling you about space. It's important to know that uh, 
the first of all the blue origin deal i'm sure he's i'm sure he can go into orbital space but the vehicle that they're using is suborbital because they don't attain escape velocity and their their capsule i'm sure is not a re-entry proof vehicle or they'd have to uh, add that if they wanted to uh, attain orbital speed and then re-enter without burning up and there is a market for suborbital if you've read about uh, hypersonic planes it'll get you Drip out of air. 